everybody, welcome to Frame Trap. I am your host, Brad Ellis. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Michael Damiani. Yo, how are you uh, holding up with this onslaught of games? You ready for October? <sighs> e- yes and no. <laughs> I'm excited, but also concerned. Yeah. Just for t- just for time-wise. Yeah. We're in a very, we're in a situation that most people aren't always, where we have a million things to play for work. Yeah. No, easy thing to complain about. Yeah. But we're, we're playing what we can. Dude, yeah, I, like... October looks like a big monster too, but I'm also like looking ahead to like February, because we got <laughs> I'm February. 1st, I'm upset about Fe- February first. We got Granby Fantasy Relink, big JRPG. We got uh, Persona Three Reload right after the day after, and then 27 days later, you got Rebirth. Three R's. You got <laughs> I know <laughs> Rebirth and Reload and Relink. We also have. Um, <laughs> We also have like like a dragon like a week before that or something. Oh my god! Uh, our guest this episode is Mike Huber. No, he's back, baby. Back in action. Uh, before we get crazy and off the rails with anything, welcome to Frame Trap. Frame Trap is a bi-weekly in-depth uh, in-depth gaming discussion podcast. We just talk about video games, what we've been playing, and any other random shenanigans that come up. Welcome everybody. We're streaming this live too. Just a heads up, if we aren't talking about anything that's embargoed or anything like that, we're going to stream these episodes live every time, so hop into that Twitch chat if you are able to. That's right. Huber, show the video people off your sweatshirt that you got at Nintendo World, man. Bowser, dude. Bowser. Do you know what it says? I'm going to guess it says Koopa. Koopa. King Koopa. You should ask Blood. Maybe. He might have known. Yeah. Any that's Japanese a nice sweatshirt, speakers dude. out there. Yeah, that's a know. nice sweatshirt from Huber. Yeah, I'm a fan. I was surprised. Has a little Super Nintendo World action here. Yeah. I was really surprised because I don't see Huber buy clothes that often. No, I save all my money for tech that's and true. gas and living and yes, food. that's true. So I cut clothes you out. Cut clothes. But you got new shoes recently, too. For a birthday present. Yeah. Yeah. Things are coming up for Things Michael. Are, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. is upgrading. Freshly right dressed. <laughs> Damiani is typing something on his phone right now. Trying to see King Koopa, King Koopa in Japanese. Oh yeah. oh yeah, how to say it? Let's see your shirt. Is that it? Mm, kind of. I think that's it. So it's Bowser Koopa Koopa. Nice. There you go. So it's, it's Koopa. Hell yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're right. Pretty much. Hell yeah. Good guess. You got it. Nice. Okay. First of all, Damiani. Yo. What did you think about Super Nintendo World? Oh, we're talking about Super Nintendo I World. I want to ask you about this. Um, yeah. So I had my expectations pretty low because so many people had gone over the yes. years. <laughs> and while people are having fun, everyone's like, it's small. It doesn't have all the things from the, its Japanese counterpart that, you know, temper your expectations. You're probably not getting into the Toad Cafe. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, like, some disappointments plus, like, underwhelming, but, like, still a sight to behold. Yeah. And I gotta say, like being in there, being there in person, uh, being like immersed in it was like really fun. Um, I mean, I wish I could do it without like crowds. Obviously, like that would be like the ultimate experience. Like, um, but it's very a very physical attraction um, in terms of like there's like activities to participate physical in. Physical attraction. Well, you're like doing activities. Yeah, Hebrew was talking so, like, about this. Yeah, it's like oh, oh yeah, I keep forgetting you're not my bad dude. I forgot you were with. Oh no, yeah. I'm like, why did I was you? supposed oh, to yeah. go to? I, like, yeah. I got Omega owned and got so sick, so I had to skip. Unfortunately, I'm like, dude, where are you? <laughs> no, I was, I was not like, there. So I don't not, know. My mind's not working. Okay, so yes, you had to. Uh, 
he, he didn't need the app to do all the stuff, but the app would track stuff like a video game. Mm-hmm. Like think of like a, a mobile type game thing where you're completing progress. But you can just do it for funsies if you want. And they have all these like kind of like areas where you do like a physical challenge. Like it's like a physical okay. challenge from like Double Dare or something like that. Where it's you like climb the aggro crag. Like you gotta like hit these switch. It's mostly hitting switches. Okay. Or like pushing something, and uh, sometimes you have to like move around to like. There's this one where the piranha plant. Would wake up if these alarm clocks went off, and like there were like twelve of them, so you had to like d- divvy up the responsibility, and they're all over the place in this little area, so you gotta like move and hit them, mm-hmm. to turn them off. They keep turning back on. Then there's one where you just literally just stand there and hit like a a pow block, and it like chains pow blocks to like knock a Koopa Troopa shell up to hit a key to mm-hmm. get it. Um, there's one we didn't do like the rolling thing or whatever. Remember, there's one. We did, it was people were spinning something for a Goomba. Whoa. We didn't do that one because you'd have to do all of them. Yeah. But it culminated with a, a showdown yeah. with Bowser Jr. Yeah. playing a Connect game, basically. That's cool. But just seeing all the stuff, man, like the yeah. physical layout, um, the physical props, so fun. Walking through Bowser's like castle, like his key. That was my favorite part. The three, like the 3D <laughs> stuff, like the like the books, all the books. Remember doing all the books with like the blueprints and shit? Yeah. That was so cool. That was sick. And then when I like, took yeah, the, the line had like the yeah. the thing Bowser like flies in in Super Mario World. Oh, the clown head thing? Yeah, the clown sick. head. It was just like there. Just there. Yeah, like yeah. all awesome. the props were just there. You could like touch them. They had like, like a boot from Mario 3. Oh, yeah, shoe, cool. yeah. Wow. It was fun. I, I would honestly say the biggest disappointment to me was possibly like the, the if there was a disappointment besides not getting into the Toad Cafe mm-hmm. it was like the Mario Kart ride itself. Like I just wish, I just wish there was an option to like not ha- because it's a it's AR goggles. Yeah, I, uh, that's and, right. Domino has issues with that. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was just, VR I, shit. This was chaos. It was for, for it was Domino, just chaos. That's so funny. Huber told me on the way up here that it's the most chaotic ride of all time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Ever. like it's Ever. Like, I couldn't even like I, Ever. I was like, Dawn, is Don in there? Don, can you can't you agree Dawn, on this? Yeah, back us up, Don. <laughs> okay, I do agree. <laughs> first at first glance, okay, but this thing once you start running this thing multiple times, yes, Huber, yes, okay. And yes. so look, there's never been that with a ride before. Right? I yeah. love the chaos. <laughs> yes, dude, I love. It. It's going for yeah. It's a no. con- it's a concept. When I got out of there, it. I definitely said there are going to be some people in there that probably are, are recovering for multiple hours because they're not expecting. <laughs> it's like an absolute hurricane. I just <laughs> wanted a way to go through it without needing to use the. I mean, I guess you could just take them off and like just. Yeah, you could, but like people might get upset because it's like it's a game. You're mm-hmm. competing and stuff, but like I just wanted to like enjoy. Looking at like the physical stuff because there's a lot of physical stuff in the ride, mm-hmm. but you're so focused on what the glasses are showing you to like shoot down stuff with your like it's Mario Kart. You have like shells. You're firing out shells. Limited ammo, dude. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You gotta like, get the item box yeah. to get oh, more shit. ammo. You have to, like so. pick your targets. Dude. And then you gotta like yeah. steer, but like it's basically there's an arrow <laughs> that pops up that tells you like you need to go left or right. And if you do it, as long as you do it before it fades, I think it just initiates like the drift boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot every time. Blood got that. it, but I, I think I got it too. Who like, got the highest rank? Who score? Who got like first place overall for yeah. everything? Yeah. I think Blood got the most coins that day. Or Damiano. Oh, the coins. Like of, of everything. Like it, it no, no, no. I'm just talking about the Mario Kart ride. Uh, was it me? You were Don. Probably. It was probably you. Yeah. Yeah. But it, 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 I, I get it, Don. It definitely is a concept that they're going for, and I think playing it multiple <laughs> times, you you get used to it. 
Well, that's the funny thing about the design of the park is because the ride is 100% that. Like, each time I've gone on that, it's definitely gotten a little better, more fun, and then you get way into it. Just like, whatever. You start getting mastered. But the rest of the park, (laughs) Damiani, like, when you're talking about those physical activities, it's almost the opposite where – you get it immediately, and you kind of don't want to have to ever grind it again. But yep. they, des- they design the park in a way that if you want to be Bowser Jr., you got to grind those little physical activities then. That is a good point. Because it was our first time, I think I was, like, waiting in these lines. You had to wait in line for everything. So waiting in line stuff, like, we were with a big group, so we had a lot of people to chat with. Like, it was the fun of doing it for the first time. Although... Obviously, because it's outdoor and you see everything, like, we were seeing how you did it. Like, there was, like, the block one especially is like, yeah. oh, yeah, you do it. We, we had it so figured out. Like, yeah, yeah you, you know, look at all these people go first and stuff. Um, having to do all that again just to go fight Bowser Jr. seems like maybe they should rethink that, that maybe <laughs> it's just, maybe it's just like you, you just go fight him, like, wait in a line to do it. And the other activities are just for, like, if you care about the But then they can't charge score. you an extra 40 bucks to... Well, no, 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 but, that, but that's the app. The app still tracks them. So if you want to, like, compete... No, but to get on the Bowser Jr. You ride, the, you need the keys. Yeah, you need the keys, I know. You need the thing, so it's 40 bucks to go on that attraction, dude. I, I, it's I, crazy. I think there should be, it's like... It's a $40 ride. What if they? What if you just buy the pass and, like, it just lets you in? You, you just need the band, but you don't need the keys. I'll yeah. be, like, that's a fair trade-off. Let them have their, you know, they can still be capitalists there and make their money, <laughs> but then I don't have to do all the dumb activities that's again. and just too up front, though. That'd be, like, cold, because then there's no excuse. That's just, like, on a bad... I'm just paying to win here, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Crazy. Brutal. Uh, last week was kind of insane for video game news. Yes, it Not was. Not only was it TGS, which we're going to talk about briefly, but first we're going to talk about uh, Microsoft had a bad time. They had a bad, <laughs> had a bad week. Ah, yeah, you guys they had here some for bad this. stuff happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, Xbox had a bunch of leaks due to the ongoing case with the FTC and all that stuff. Apparently, Microsoft is the ones themselves yes. that leaked this. Yes, which they is, did. The leaks, someone got The leaks fired. of P. Yeah, someone's out. The leaks of P, yeah. <laughs> continues. <laughs> it continues. Uh, Hubert, did you see anything about these before we started? The best thing I saw ever, dude. You know I love my cold, hard numbers, yes. Brad. Budgets. Budgets. Prices. Yeah. For what, though? Game Pass games. Right. Yeah, that was like... Was that estimates? Yes. So Blood pointed this out on the podcast that these were not literal prices that Microsoft paid for any of this. This was their own internal valuations of what they would offer for Yeah, because we saw stuff on there that didn't come on Game Pass. Like Star Wars Jedi Survivor was 200 million, I think. Yeah. Blood said like in the email, like, like they were like, Star Wars was like, no. Like, there's yeah. nothing you could pay us to, like, get Jeez. this on here. Same with, like, yeah. Rockstar. They're like, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, Rocksteady. I think Suicide Squad was around that yeah. price, yeah. too, or something like that. Just wild. But this was, a lot of this is very old, or older information, like, mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. Here, one thing I was very fascinated by was um, the calendar of stuff that they have on the docket to come up. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of this is from earlier also, so... All this I'm going to be reading through is from The Verge. So this is what we're going to talk about first. Before it was acquired by Microsoft, Zenimax Media, the parent company of studios like Bethesda Game Studios and id Software, were working on remasters of The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, Fallout 3, and a new entry in the Doom franchise, according to documents yeah, revealed dude. as part of the FTC versus Microsoft. The games were included in a July 2020 Microsoft presentation about then-potential Zenimax acquisition. So this is three years old. 
things could have changed. Mm -hmm. But on this list, Huber, there are some very interesting games. Red Dead. No, this Red not. Dead 2 Next Gen Update. That was not on the list. Gets me more hype than anything. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing that was on the list yeah. here was Dishonored 3. Yeah. 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 Which is, is great and interesting, yeah. but that was three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, we got and I, I've heard involved. people have said a lot of the people that worked at Arcane left that wanted to make immersive sim kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so maybe it fell through the wayside. It could have, like, there's interesting stuff on here. There's, like, a, do, there's a new Doom thing. I think it's called Year Zero. Yeah. Which I assume is a prequel. Prequel, or if there's, like, a big reset after uh, Ancient Gods or yeah. something, because that shit was fucking crazy. Uh, Ancient Gods. They had a That's the most unhinged yeah. DLC. They had a Ghostwire Tokyo sequel planned. Dude. Yeah. Sign me up, but but Huber, I'm sorry. Yep, here there comes. was no evil within. <laughs> yeah, <on that> list. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It could still come, dude. One day it could still come. It's not dead. Everything returns. Everything returns. Everything that's returns. true. Nothing is dead, dude. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Do you think with all like these? I know we we got a remaster of Evil Within. What was it or no? No. Do you think with like all these other like kind of like old, like survival horror games getting like updates? That maybe. I mean, they patched within, Evil Within 2 at some point. Evil Within 1 could get like a. Like a legit remaster. Yeah, like that'd be sick. Yeah. Sign me up. That would be awesome. I would love for them to do that. Yeah. Makes sense to me. But yeah. And three years know. ago, you know, I mean, the last year or so, horror has been mm -hmm. out of control, popular, doing really well. You know, there's been a big resurgence mm -hmm. in the last like year or two, especially like. Obviously, Remake 2 kind of, like, kick-started this new era. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, like, mm -hmm. horror's in a good spot. So maybe maybe things will change. Yeah. There's one on here also that just says licensed IP game. And I'm curious about what that is. Because it's not Indiana Jones, because they have that listed separately, I believe. Hmm. So I wonder what that will be. But, yeah, there's just a lot of fascinating stuff on there. Kind of, like... A roadmap at the time of what they had planned coming out, which yeah. I'm sure they're not happy about. No, yeah. I'm sure things have changed definitely because it's three years old and who knows. Yeah, but uh, still, they hate to see it. Yeah. Also, we got stuff on the new Xbox Series X refresher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, called uh, coding Brooklyn right now. Which, Brooklyn with an I. With an I, which will be all digital. That's no disk drive. Yeah. Sorry. The. The, the big thing about this yeah. is in that timetable, the context here. Yes, the neck, the refresh, the X is going to be all digital. Mm -hmm. They are going to phase out the current Xbox Series X. So there'll be no physical disc version on sale at That's some point so after intense. like next year. Damn. Or the next fiscal year. So they're banking on like all digital. Like, Damn. Yeah. yeah. So whatever stock is out there for OG Xbox Series yeah. X, that's it. So yeah, I don't know. Makes how sense, strong. I guess, because they're all in on Game Pass. Yeah, it's exactly. Just digital, and I don't know how strong their physical sales are. I assume they're much lower. Yeah, but I mean, they else. said it, it was either was it in the leak. What was the thing that said like seventy five percent or almost seventy over seventy percent of yeah. systems is Series X? I saw that, but I think it got corrected later to be more like around 50, 50. 50. Okay, it did. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of that. But people just are digital. Yeah, people were trying wow. to say like, oh, it only like is like a fraction or something, and it's like the numbers show it's like almost half. Wow. And it's like you can't just 
yeah. ditch half of your yeah. consumer base for that. Locked so. in. Uh, there was also, yeah. I think, some new stuff on their next system, which will be around 2028 they're targeting, mm-hmm. yeah. which makes sense to me timeline-wise. 2028, dude, maybe Perfect Dark will hit that launch. <laughs> dude, let's hey, not get... Nice. Let's, let's, let's back... Be careful there. That's like... A, like We're getting a like, cautionary tale zone there. <laughs> well, like Eidos and Crystal Dynamics and stuff, like the oh, yeah, like yeah. Embracer, like it's apparently like stuff not going. Like, will Microsoft have to step in because they're both involved on two different Microsoft first-party projects, uh, Perfect Dark and uh, Fable for Eidos Montreal, right? Or who? Fable? No, or, not that's Fable uh, Playground. Uh, uh, that's what, the force of people. Involved in? so what, what a first party game am I forgetting? What are you talking about? Who's what? Embracer, those two groups. Yeah, they're Perfect Dark, right? Not both of them. Embracer there's, there's Crystal Dynamics. owns Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, and then Eidos Montreal. Yeah, uh, oh, on Perfect Dark? Eidos? No, they're not on it's, Perfect it's Dark. It's like the initiative thinking, or something. It's a different studio. Yeah, but Eidos is on something else from Microsoft. Uh, uh, maybe, I have no yeah. idea. But the cautionary thing is yeah. like, yeah, this that, that's sorry, a different subject, but... Yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, there's some bad tidings there. Um, embrace, dude. They should change their name to Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. Death Honestly. Embrace. Yeah. Uh, just quickly about this all digital thing. I, you know, I hate to see it go. It does seem like that's the way things are going. I hope they will have an external hard drive that you can get yeah. or a disk drive yeah. at least, because the rumor is the next PlayStation Five version will have no disk drive either, Christ. and it'll be like attachable one. Kind of thing like that. So it feels like that's where we're going, but still hate to see it go. Hate to see it go. Dude. Hate to see it go. Yeah. I buy yeah. most things digitally just because of space, but. I know Montreal is contributing to Xbox's Fable. Oh. oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Now. There the was part- something about a Red Dead uh, 2 next gen. Yeah. We saw, well, that? we saw the Red Dead got like rated it on Switch in like yeah. Korea or something. There was something else. Red Dead though. 2. Oh, I don't Brazil, know. Brazil, I think. Was or the, Brazil, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Damiani, I want to ask you about this one though. The Nintendo, the Nintendo line. Oh, that yeah, that that was like clickbaity headline shit. Like obviously, I mean, thinking you can like acquire Nintendo, uh, yeah. Microsoft already tried to do it. They did like twenty over twenty years ago, and the allegedly the laughed, laughed out, out of the office. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I read that too, I was like, oh, that's cute. It's like, yeah, 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 good I, luck I, with that. Yeah, like sure, like it's <laughs> like your like your dream acquisition. Sure, that would be like a career move, as he said. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I, I mean, he said uh, Phil said that like a few years ago. So I mean, he probably still doesn't like think about that. You know, what but, Nintendo? I mean, no, he doesn't think it's realistic. They're gonna have, like, oh. how Switch is like done and stuff. Mm. Like, there's no way. I mean, still... this was in 2020 when yeah. Switch was popping off already. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't... I think, like, every executive thinks, like, it'd be awesome to own the other companies mm. and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I think it is. Um, so I don't really... I, I saw people were, like, just using it to, like, dunk on, like, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sure, but, like... Every like you like come on like as an executive it's just spitballing yeah it's like <laughs> like like think of like every professional sports team it'd be awesome to have this quarterback yeah. and like your dream team and yeah. stuff it'd be a career totally. move to secure you know Tom Brady or something hundred percent Buccaneers did it's like yeah. sure but like the Oakland A's have probably talked about getting Otani yeah it's, it's like, like so exactly yeah like when I talk about the Dodgers getting yeah. him, I asked you that yeah. like yeah they try yeah. probably dream of that but it's probably not happening like yeah. it's yeah or like owners and stuff like I'd love to own a Another t- yeah, it's just pipe dream stuff, and 
Yeah, I, I, it's like water cooler talk. I feel like everyone yeah. talks about it or theorizes or, you know, fantasizes about like who could buy someone. But I mean, I, it just like at the end of the day, it doesn't seem like very realistic. Like Nintendo, it was also like the comments he said, mm-hmm. like that they, the, I think the thing that set people off was his comment about like their future. We need to make them understand their future yeah. is off their yes. hardware. Yes. And that was like the one where like, wait, wait, what? Like, Phil, like, come on. Like, there's one thing to dream about owning them, but telling them like, man, you guys don't know what you're doing. It's like, are, are you, yeah, I'll read the, this yeah. is like the last thing of the email. Quote, I love this discussion and value you looking at the opportunities here. At some point, getting Nintendo would be a career moment, and I honestly believe a good move for both companies. It's just taking a long time for Nintendo to see that their future (laughs) exists off their own hardware. (laughs) A long time. Shot. Dot, dot, dot. Smiley face. Huber. Quote. Shots, this is like when dude. you say looks switchy. a little bit switchy. Yeah. Like this is Phil like knows. these are like the people are like, man, it's gonna <laughs> no. be so much better. Like yeah. we, even Brad and I are like, dude, we'd love to XL to be like on PlayStation. Like, yeah. like the visuals. It's like, dude, yeah. that looks sick. Like it, yeah, like but also like then would it even be like the but same But then would it be the game? same company? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw, yeah. For better or worse, where outside the fence you sit on, like Nintendo needs to be Nintendo mm-hmm. and do their own thing. They need to not be owned by anyone. Um yeah. After all this went down, Phil Spencer tweeted out after he probably arrived in Tokyo for Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. We've seen the conversation around old emails and documents. It is hard to see our team's work shared this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future. We will share the real plans when we are ready. The real plans. The real plans. I think some of this is the real plan, Phil. Yeah. I mean, Lies of the, Phil. the next, the, I think the most concrete things is are the next Xbox, the next Xbox yeah. specs because yep. they need to lock those down earlier. The schedule calendars, those can all change. I mean, they were probably true at oh, the time. Yeah, they changed. But we don't course. know if all those projects, as you said, are no. still on course. No, they are not. And honestly, yeah, just, you know, better, better tech minds can like, Tell us how good the the new hardware specs are supposedly mm-hmm. you know, going to be, um, but yeah, it's it's still 2023. They're saying 2028. We still got five years. Yeah, we still got ways to go. We got so many like good games right now. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm good. I was right yeah. I was saying like the uh, maybe like the with all this cross gen happening for so many years, it felt like maybe this gen started maybe a little bit too soon even though it was a long time mm-hmm. it felt like there was still some like gas left in the tank for like especially like for like Sony and PlayStation like yeah. PS4 was having we've had it, so many cross gen games yeah. like this year feels like maybe like it was the f- like spy- seeing like Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. Horizon DLC mm-hmm. um, it's like these games were only for PlayStation 5 yeah we've like, had a few we've had like Ratchet and Clank and we had Returnal yeah. we had Demon Souls but yes there has been more than ever mm-hmm. kind of thing and it looks like going forward we're gonna like it's moving away from yes that, so finally yeah we did start this generation in 2020 which was a hell of a year so. yeah oh no that's the <laughs> thing like maybe we would have gotten there faster it's yeah. it was very int- uh, very unusual console but, launch I but suppose. yeah we have plenty of stuff to hold like we're in no rush for next gen like, yeah yeah i don't even like not even think thinking everyone's talking about like pro system like not even thinking about that i'm like yeah, what no. pro what like nah i'm good right i'm now. thinking about it I'm ready. Okay, Brad's thinking about it. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, day one, baby. Always. It'll probably be next year. That's the rumor. Uh, Ziggy wrote in, Sup, allies? I know if some of you didn't get uh, get to give your take about the Xbox leaks, I want to know off the bat what you think about the ones that really got people really heated, such as Phil's comments about Nintendo and the Series X refresh going all digital. 
I totally get the plans might have changed, but I just can't help but feel kind of mad these things are being even said and considered in the first place. Love and respect, Ziggy. We kind of talked about this, about Phil. Yeah. I, I know they're asking for your your guys' thoughts, but, like, I, I guess, are you really that shocked that, like, executives are talking about, like, possible plans? Like, so, everyone's no. thought about all digital at this point, like, the trends that yeah. way. So, like, that one seems, like, less, like, I understand people want, like, for... The, the argument for proponents for physical media, mm-hmm. like in like totally. I, I, I'm on your, I'm, for that, I'm on your side. 100%. But there also it will there is going to be like digital only, and that's something that things are just moving towards inevitably. Yeah. And I, it's like fighting the future, which is impossible. Like yeah. I, 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 this is before my time, but like it was in so many freaking no like staple what we eight, make eighties and nineties movies used to make fun of this all the time, like eight track tapes. People are like, oh, we want them to come back or something. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell were those? And like, that's it. It's like, man, like physical media. It's like, wait, you physical? Put a like, disc in? yeah, like you have to use your hands for that. That's like <laughs> a baby toy. It's like kind of like that vibe where it's just going to happen and it's where the, the direction companies want to go. So them not thinking about it would be like, they wouldn't be in that position mm-hmm. then. Like, they, that's, they wouldn't be doing their mm-hmm. job. Nintendo stuff, though, yeah. What, I mean, what do you guys so, think? Yeah. The funny thing about this Nintendo comment is, I think a lot of people got bewitched by Phil's charm and thinking <laughs> that he is their friend or something like that. True That's gamer, you know, I care about the games. I want as many people to play the games as possible. He said many times, people need to realize these are business executives, okay? They are not your friend. Mm-hmm. They are about the business. They will say what they need to say to get the business done. 100%. Okay? Yep. Just realize that. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, yep. any of these people, Jim Ryan, I Doug would Bowser. rather have a beer with Phil Spencer, though, instead of Jim Ryan. Sure, but <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> the bo- they care about the bottom line, which is the dollar for them. Yeah. That's what they care about. So... Them saying this stuff about Nintendo, that's not that surprising to me. Especially like what they're buying Activision Blizzard, you know? Yeah. It's like sixty nine billion dollar deal. Like yeah. I'm sure Nintendo's obviously more or something like that. I have no mm-hmm. idea actually, but probably more. Well, but, I'd yeah. imagine Sony has had these conversations. I wonder if Nintendo's had acquisition conversations. And probably not. Lot. I don't think they've thought about buying PlayStation yeah. or anything. But like, like maybe that. like have they thought about buying like what, Capcom what, or something? Wait, you talking about like Nintendo? Nintendo. No, so Nintendo's Nintendo. I mean, it probably has been discussed, but Nintendo has a much different approach to acquisitions. Mm-hmm. People always say this would be a good fit for them. They do it out of necessity. God. Like, uh, was it a uh, uh, next level that does uh, did Luigi's Mansion three? They went. Uh, they put themselves up for to be bought, um, and Nintendo kind of like they have good working relationships with companies where they have like an investment, but they don't own them. They took that opportunity to buy them because they like obviously had plans for games that they wanted to have work on them. But if they got bought up by another company, then it might have interrupted mm-hmm. their plan. So they do it out of like necessity uh, more than like oh we're like looking to expand. They yeah. like partnerships. They don't generally just quite like go on a, like buying sprees like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant like Sony thinking about buying Nintendo oh, or no, something. No. Yeah, but like even I think even I'm like sure it's been floated though. Yeah, like, like lo- every, I think a lot know, of companies everyone, like yeah. Apple's probably thought of it. Amazon's probably thought of it. Mm-hmm. like every big yeah. tech company has probably thought like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. They probably all looked at them like, huh? Is that? Po-? I mean, maybe not Microsoft and Sony because they're just big conglomerates. But like Nintendo, they're like, oh, they're just a game company, huh? Could we buy them? Like especially Apple is probably definitely. Like thought about yeah, that. Like, dude. Like, mm, is sure. that possible? Scary. But yeah, 
These are executives, right? They're just looking out for their business. And the almighty yeah. dollar. Yeah, and the almighty dollar. We're not, yeah, we don't. Yeah, you don't like really like root for them, but like you also like need to understand where they're coming yeah. from. Some people do all these console wars. Yeah, like, which is bizarre. <laughs> Dude, it feels like this is like feels like, like this, this year has ignited the I console wars know. like new heights, dude. Like I have never like just it feels like game, I'm, it feels like I'm just in the two thousands again yeah, all of a sudden. I'm like, insane. wait, wait, did we go back twenty years? That's what it feels like. What is going we need on, like man? A, a new Chad Warden figure or something like uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Nintendo's like not in the middle of it half the time. It's like just Sony. It's usually Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, wait, I, I was actually lying in bed one night, and it's X-Bot, Sony Pony. What's yes. Nintendo? Wait. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Just like a Nintendo. Baby? There was... Yo, baby game? I mean, <laughs> Nintendo there, babies? There's know. definitely been some <laughs> things. There's some things that you should not repeat anymore. I've, I've heard in the past. Edgy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Edgy. Things that... Uh, Edgy no, terms. Yeah. Okay. Definitely seen message board posts about yeah, what people call Nintendo fans. Like, ah. I think I know what it is. Okay, yeah. I have no idea. I'm out of the loop. Uh, also, TGS... Went down, dude. Heck yeah. There was some cool stuff there, particularly yeah. for us, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which I did get to play. I played the TGS demo, not at TGS, but I played the demo here. <laughs> Fucking awesome. That's so sick. Also, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah. Which oh, I yeah, got you, to play. I watched you, some you, of that. You're all the Dragon's Dogma 2 fans. What Looking do you think? What do you think? Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looking pretty um, rough in some ways, but in like a... Yeah, a good way. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The Eyeless Preview's up. It's really good. It's deep dive, like 20 minutes. Somehow in the 20-minute Dragon's Dogma 2 preview, Bloodworth manages to bring up F-099, his personal goatee. <laughs> <laughs> he brought that up? Yeah. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> he did? Yeah. Why? <laughs> he can't stop thinking about it, dude. He brought it up during Dragon's Dogma. Was, was like, I talking about like AI or something, forget, and then Blood's like, so the AI for the cars. Yeah. And no, no. <laughs> dude, what? Yeah, Blood's out of his mind right now. Yeah, what the zero. hell is he talking Blood's about? Blood's like in a fever, dude. We're going to like find like Blood late for late for work someday, and like no codes sent out. Like, Blood, what's going on? Uh, guys, I'm like near like my 100th win or something. <laughs> he just comes in with like the longest beard. Dude, What? <laughs> Dude, what a psychopath. <laughs> He's obsessed. He's like, guys, I'm going to become a professional F099 streamer. It. Bye. That would be so funny, dude. I got to see the context for this thing. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I just imagine it just comes out of nowhere and it's completely unrelated to anything. Don, if they did make Wave Race 99, dude. how hard would you go in on that? Damiani, I have a giant smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I never even considered that. Wow, would that be perfect? Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, my gosh. What a way to bring back Wave yeah. Race. Because no, F-099 adds things from the later games. So yeah, it's like yeah. playing the, the, the Super graphics, Nintendo. Just add a few up. Would you yeah. want it like to look like 64? Or would you like maybe them to like reimagine it? Like kind of like 2D sprite base. But like it's... Like, still 3D courses, but everyone's, like, sprites or something so they could fit more people on screen. I don't know. It'd be risky to do that. I think okay. doing a similar thing to what F-Zero did where they just – what do they do? They just sort of widen some of the areas yeah. and they put the camera back a little farther from what so I They add the, like, top – They have a the they have a starting part of the track they added for each one that, like, filters everyone down into a narrower. But the actual main course in F-Zero – we'll talk about this later. But F-Zero 99, the courses – the default courses are actually widened as well. Like if you go back and play an F zero ninety nine version of like mute, go play the Mute City course, then boot up on your NS because you have to have NSO to play um, 
the expansion pack to play or NSO subscription to play F zero ninety nine. Then go to your Super Nintendo and play F zero and play the same Mute City and look how narrow it is compared. Yeah. Yeah, I think same graphics would be sick. Actually, just do the similar kind of thing. It would be brilliant. Have we ever been able to walk around in Mute City in anything? Well, no, but in Smash Brothers, you have uh, Big Blue and I forget what the other course was. Like Melee had a course, and yeah. they, they've appeared. They've appeared. There've been multiple versions. Like you can get on like the track, basically. But one of the, there was a race to the finish on one of the. But I think it was Big Blue. Maybe maybe it was Mute City. I don't remember. One of them was a race to the finish, but you, it's like side view. So you're running like sideways instead of like, God. yeah, yeah. Uh, Demosphere wrote in or Demosphere. Demo. No demo, not Demos. <laughs> Keep it up, Final Fantasy Seventeen. Or sorry, Seventeen. 17. Let's I wish Seventeen. Go. Final Fantasy Seven looks like it's ship, uh, shaping up to be a true gift for the fans. I am honestly shocked with the FF Seven team and how much they are delivering on this project. I don't think the scope of this project will fully sink in until the third installment of the trilogy is out. I could have never imagined a decade-long Final Fantasy VII trilogy like this, yeah. but seeing it come to life through remake and now rebirth is really taking my breath away. What an exciting time to be a fan of this beloved series. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Feels real good. Real, fu- I mean, real yeah. fucking good. Remake Seven was like my number one favorite that year, yeah. dude. That game is 10 out of 10. And... Rebirth just looks like it's just fucking blowing it out of the water yeah, now man. for what it's doing, man. It's just insane. Yeah. It is like, I love 7 Remake, and but it's like, yo, you're in Midgar. It's very cramped mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. This is just like, nope. Yeah. Like, huge. Everything, dude, walking around. Everything looks perfect so far. Yeah. Just perfection. Chocobilly, yeah. everyone's looking good, dude. Yeah. Old Saucer. Old Saucer's yeah, looking so fucking good. We just saw it. They showed some of those mini games, dude. Oh, give me all, all the mini games. The fighting game. We saw we saw a new one, too. Yeah, new I games. was telling them about yeah. Queen's Blood. Queen's Blood, dude. The card game. Yeah. Well, Sign me the, up. The piano. There's oh, the piano. piano. Yeah, there's a piano mini game, dude, where you can play piano. Ooh. Or Cloud's playing. Game. It's a rhythm game, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Dude, Which the piano was in the original. You yeah. would play that to get Tifa's Limit Tifa. Break. Yeah, and they stuff. said, or they were teasing, maybe that's how you do it. Um, yeah, it's like the most popular Final Fantasy. I mean, you have a lot of like core like members coming back to work on it. So, you know, yeah. it's such a big Tase. deal. Yeah, I don't know if like, it'll take till 20. I don't think it's going to take six more years for like. I'm going to say four part. for the next part. I think, I think it's no more than four because I think a lot of the legwork for the open environment was done for this game sure. so whatever left they have to create like i'm hoping barring another like pandemic mm-hmm. i think they i think it'll take probably only like three years do you think they'll do dlc no they said they're not going to do dlc oh did they i didn't see that sorry no more uh, interludes they uh nomura hmm. i believe it was nomura who's it was either katase nomura said they have no plans for dlc okay for intermission was it yeah it was intermission yeah but, I mean, they, they, but we've been to the song and dance before they said no 16 DLC. No, that's not what they said. So I interviewed Yoshi P about this, and what yeah. he told me was they were not planning on planning the DLC, for it. but if there was a demand yes. there, they would do it. I think that might be the case here. Like, yes. it's always a demand is there. Yes. They're like, we'll consider it. it. 16 DLC, At the dude, same hyped. time, though, they have another game lined up, and we don't know what 16 has lined up, well, if anything, for after For Rebirth DLC. to whatever the third one's called, I think maybe there's going to be, like, full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, let's sure. not take four years for the next one. Let's maybe, like, get it out by, like, 2027. Yeah. 
and you know seven years for seven yeah. remake trilogy that's, that's pretty, pretty good yeah because it'll be the 30th anniversary 30th, dude I think. that's that's the that's, goal that's the goal that's, that's the, the goal that's it because yeah. it came out that's what it. 1997 yeah so that's yeah it. dude you're gonna do like a 30th anniversary concert so for that dude do, try to do that yeah which will be sick right. I hope they call the third one Final Fantasy VII Returns. Returns, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy VII Ragnarok. 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 <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for TGS, I, I didn't like pay attention to super a lot to TGS. Same. I am happy about that Unicorn Overlord game coming out, the new Vanillaware. Yeah. I'm going to play the shit out of that. Yeah, that was in Did the you see state that, of Amber? play, right? I saw a little bit of it. It was I saw uh, a couple Nintendo, screenshots. I think. Yeah, it's like oh, it was a Nintendo game. Yeah, it looks thing. sick. Yeah. That one looks state good. of play and the director. Yeah, well, they're together. the same day, so yeah. yeah. Looks but crazy. um, we saw some of Yakuza Eight or Like a Dragon Eight. Dude, that yeah. footage or trailer like actually was pretty like sick for yeah. Or, Tokyo it, Slim well, told me to stay the fuck away because it was massive spoilers. Oh, I didn't. I saw some screenshots, but I didn't see. I didn't see anything else. Tokyo Slim like. DM'd me. It was like, dude, avoid it that. It was trailer. basically for, for someone like me who's never played one. Yeah. It's like we're going as insane as possible in this one. Like, we really, we really want you to try and play this. Lean into <laughs> it, dude. Lean into those memes. Yeah. Look, that's, that's a conversation fun. for another time. Yeah, something. another time. Another we'll time. We'll have that. I'm in a weird Yakuza. No, mood. I think that's totally fine. Yeah, because I'm kind of in that too. Multiverse saga now. That's what it is. It's your equivalent. Yeah, like we had Thanos. We had Yo, the Infinity Saga. Call it. I, I, what did you say? Song of Life was the... Yep. Dude. Song of Life was my end game. Uh-oh. There are, <laughs> there, yeah, there are people now, I say more and more in articles, calling for uh, Feige. Like, get him out. Get him out. New, bring in someone new Some from Marvel fresh already. Fresh blood, dude. New blood. <laughs> yeah, because even uh, Negoshi now is gone, too. And yeah, Yaku, he's It's like else. end of an era, dude. It's like... Yep. Yeah. He's doing That's something else. Yeah. yeah. So lost someone else. What? Kamiya also loves Oh, that. yeah. Kamiya oh, leaving sure. Platinum Games. You want to join Kojima Productions? No. Well, Makami uh, <laughs> is currently no. free agent, and so is Kamiya now. Makes you wonder, but Makes maybe they're just doing something else. I don't know. Yeah. I see Makami like, posting on Twitter. It looks like he's just fucking on vacation all the yeah. time, which is great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Chilling out. Yeah. Dude, Hi-Fi Rush, man. He's pumped. Yeah. Well, he doesn't work there anymore, so. Yeah. But, I mean, he sold that company. Yeah. And made big big money. They should big get bucks. Kamiya, Mikami, and Sakaguchi together. Sakaguchi, yeah. wow. Yeah, with get, them? Yeah, we'd get three of them together. Let's see what they could come up with. That'd be crazy. Redefine RPG. I mean, if I was Capcom, I'd Horror be like, RPG. Inside <laughs> Eve. Yeah. If no, I was Capcom, I'd be trying to get new. them. Like, yeah, like new things. That'd be sick. Survival Horror RPG. All right, let's talk about an actual video game now. So, I have played through Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, the expansion for Cyberpunk. Now, I played Cyberpunk when it came out. Okay. first came out back in 2020 on PC. Okay. I enjoyed the game, but it had problems for sure. Uh... This is a very good expansion, dude. This reminds me, Huber, of like Blood and Wine kind of thing like that. Of just that kind of quality of like, yo. Not even just like the new features, Huber. I would say like the storyline, the immersion, and all that kind of stuff. Yes. I finished it last year. 
So yeah. like, the, yeah, it's funny because like everyone's all fucking dick riding this fucking cyberpunk right now. Mm-hmm. It's out of control. Mm-hmm. Revisionist history. No, I don't think it's revisionist history. Dude, I think seen, everyone acknowledges that well, it's bad. When I it came have out. seen so many cyberpunk was always good. It was probably always good on PC, but uh, that console version uh, was oh yeah, console version was extremely compromised yeah, was for a very long time. Uh, I played the preview of this at Summer Game Fest, and I had just played Cyberpunk mm-hmm. like less than a year all the way through before that. Mm-hmm. And granted, it was a preview, but I played for like forty-five minutes, and it felt the same to me. It felt identical. Well, a lot of it is kind of them like overhauling the skills and all that because yeah. there's like a new two and I looked at the skill tree, and it's quite different. Yeah. for how everything is laid and out, and they respec you automatically. They right? respec you right. automatically yeah. now. How points kind of work like that? It's yeah. all pretty complex but it's like when i hopped into the game my kind of depending on like what stats you invest in you can get up higher in skill trees like that mine was reflexes and i think in the base game that was more like shooting kind of stuff or like back in the original version i'm not sure but this one is much more about like speed and like i had melee thing like a katana this time around yeah, they're really selling that so i had like an smg dude i had the like man is cra- such a bust in the yeah game. i had a really crazy quick dash now which is really fun and an air dash nice, that was dude. a lot of fun with the katana i could like reflect bullets back at them always cool then had like a finisher thing now where i can do like a finisher and get a bunch of health back i had nice. life some strength yeah and some uh, some stuff in the body strength tree or whatever I had like crazy health regen yeah. it is really fun but okay so I remember I used to go melee like just punch yeah I was yeah. a puncher uh, story wise <laughs> I won't really tell you what the story is or anything like that but essentially the premise is you get caught up in this job to rescue the president of the United States their plane crashes their plane crashes into what it's not Air Force One come on Keep it's going. called something oh, different executive decision Go older. Are you, oh, you're talking about a movie? I don't know. John dude. Carpenter. What are you talking about? Escape from, from New York. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 100% Escape from New York. Good call. Oh, here's my movie card, dude. I'm turning it in. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you get invested in this thing to, you join up with this crew for a reason. Why you? It makes sense why you go out there, which I did appreciate. Mm-hmm. And this plane is crashing this area of, uh, Night City called Dogtown. So Which Dog- I didn't really like when I played Dogtown. Brad. What do you think so about Dogtown? Dogtown's really cool, actually. Okay, okay. So Dogtown is like a a third party kind of part of the city. It's like a slums almost. But there there's is, never really there's like, like slums. A, so there's uh, more okay. to it. There <laughs> is a faction kind of in control of it who is outside the city. Like the Night City Police Department don't really go there or oh. anything like that. It's like his Dude. own area okay. kind of thing. They have their own like structure and like ruler and all that kind of stuff. Huber, yeah, there is a lot of, like, garbage and stuff, which you would expect from an area like that, but there's some high... There's some glitzy stuff there, too. Cool, 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 cool. Definitely. There is some stuff you would really like. Sick. Uh, Six months. Gamble. There's a, uh, there's a gambling thing. I'm gonna say, is there a there's something with gambling. Casino here? Is it like back to there's the something future? With gambling. Like. But what's really sick about this whole th- kind of thing is it is very like an espionage kind of story. Okay. Everything is like really stealth. Getting intel, planning jobs, dude. Love that, dude. A Man, lot of it revolves around that. And the uh, there's some new characters you evolve in. Obviously, the president and stuff like that. You. Maybe depending on your path, you work for them and stuff like that. There's, dude. What I really liked about it playing this time too is a lot of the choices that you make. You make a lot of choices in this game, and I never felt 
extremely confident in any choice I made. Nice. And, you know, I would, like, make a choice. I'm like, I hope that was the right one, because I don't know if this person's fucking lying to me or anything like that. Yeah, I have I no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> that kind of thing. Great moments. But um, yeah. uh, how do you say his name? Eldris Alba? Idris Alba. He is fantastic in this game. Hell yeah. He is so sick. He is a former, or he's like an agent, in undercover agent dude. Yeah, yeah. And you work with him a lot in the game. He is awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Chilling with him was so sick. And they Luther. give you so many good moments of just soaking up this environment you're in. Huber, they do a lot of cool stuff. I can't remember if the base game does this. They might have done this stuff. It was like, you're in an area... You're drinking with a character. You can drink something like that. You can push it. Finally. There's a ledge. Oh, you can, on missions you can Yeah, do on the yeah, missions. Yeah, yeah. You can lean on the ledge yeah, and yeah, chill yeah, out right. and talk to That's them. You can cool. smoke yeah. a cigarette. I went to a bar because I remember you telling me exactly yeah. like that. Went to a bar. No, could not drink at it. I was very upset. Yeah, it pisses me off. But... Immersion broke. Yes. There's this really cool place that's like, so the beginning of the DLC, they take you, like how you get into Dogtown is through like this football stadium, dude. It was in the base game, I believe, but now you're going inside it, and you go in there, dude, it's like fucking Star Wars in there. There's just crazy shit, merchants everywhere. <laughs> some guys are like, some guards are like beating up some fucking guy. It was really sick. Just really immersed me in the whole world, which I really loved. I missed it. Great faces, too, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, Starfield, holy to, okay. shit. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. That's... Playing Starfield kind of on and off. It's just like night and day, the faces and stuff like that, yeah. and the connection I get uh, yeah. with these characters. That's my biggest question. Someone hasn't played Cyberpunk with the, these new 2.0 changes mm-hmm. and just with new, the new stuff introduced in Phantom Liberty being such close proximity to, to Starfield. Does it make Starfield look like or feel like kind of dated? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that's, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't done a lot of the stuff that Starfield uh, has that these games don't have. It's just like the exploration and the yeah. uh, the city building or base building. I haven't done any of that stuff quite yet. So, yeah. Uh, but like on like Starfield. But narrative re- stuff yeah. and like characters. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people who are like diving into like Phantom Liberty being like, yo, Starfield, what's up? Like, yikes. Yikes. Which is like, yeah. all right. <laughs> yikes. Hey, Cyberpunk was a big yikes too, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah it's it also like out. the benefit of when how many out, years yeah. of polish. Yeah. Look, it's the, give it the benefit of doubt. Let's talk about Starfield in two years and yeah. see where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah whenever fair. they get their big expansion or whatever. But, like, even just, like, moments with characters, like, you were talking with someone you, like, meet at the basketball court. You're, like, Love sitting that. there just having, like, a good conversation with someone. There's, like, a basketball game going on. It just yeah. really helps sell that whole world to you. That's awesome. Uh, there's new stuff, like, you can shoot out of cars now and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, car combat I saw. So, finally. which is pretty good. It nice. works pretty well, you know. You, I played on PC. Man, this game looks good on fucking PC, dude. Yeah. Wow. I'm playing with, Shit like, real. crazy ray tracing and everything, dude. It is insane. If you have the opportunity to play this on PC, on a good PC, please do it. I tried doing there that was with a, the base. My thing buckled. Oh, yeah? tried ray tracing. It just didn't work. Really? Yeah. Uh, there was a, a setting even I couldn't yeah. turn on because it was like 440 series only. And I was like, oh, shit. Dude. My God. Because I have a 3080, so I couldn't Show quite oh, do that. CLSS 3.0 but, or something? Yeah. Probably. Playing this know. game, because when I played this game originally, I played it on my old computer, too. Oh. And it's just like insane now yeah. dude how crazy this oh, game looks like cool. i was just like staring at stuff all the time <laughs> dude i remember it was like raining one time and i was just looking at like the the water on the ground like just the reflections i was just like holy shit dude awesome. this is so sick 
Uh, Does the room feel more alive, dude? It always felt just like uh, not reactionary and really. What do you static. mean, like reactionary? Just like people just kind of stand around. Just I mean, people are lifeless. doing shit. They're yeah. walking around. You know, you know, you're in Dogtown. There's a lot of sketch ass people like yeah. coughing or doing some shit. Like I don't know what people expect these NPCs to do. Yeah. Do you expect people to like have like a their own fucking entire day cycle? No. I don't know. It just, it just like. A bu- I remember just a bunch of little things adding up to like mm. take me out of it, like not being able to drink at the bar or like just random people kind of just like staring off into space and just like <laughs> I think kind of the like menu based buying things just like in a menu and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. So just like a bunch of little things. I think for open world game, you're going to have that no matter what. Yeah. With sure. a lot of NPCs, even your beloved Rockstar Definitely. has that in every game. Yeah. So it happens. But... Some of the menus, uh, yeah, I guess so. But like, at least like I noticed on elevators, you like at least push it yourself or like whatever. It's not like a, a static menu. Nice. Anyways, yeah, going through this, lots of ups and downs, lots of twists and turns I did not see coming. Really got me invested in the story. Like I was so invested. They added new endings to the game too, and I did one of them, oh. and I, it was insane, dude. I don't know how I feel, which was like an insanely powerful feeling Time when I just finished it. Uh, there's a bunch of new guns also. Like, I'm not exactly sure what the fuck's new or whatever because it's been so long for me, but like I said, I was rocking like a sick SMG, dude. Like, nice. insane fire rate. RCP-90. Yeah, like, <laughs> like insane thing like that. And I had uh, the katana. Then I was using like a... I got a stealth pistol at one part, too. Got one to. part, too. Because you infiltrate some places, and you know, it's like getting some headshots, stealth dude. all day. Doing some of that good neck stuff. Neck snaps. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can do that. Love the neck more snap. good stealth later. Don't yeah. Worry. <laughs> but yeah, I was... Super impressed by this. This game made me miss Cyberpunk. Like, when I played right. it, I was like, fuck, I want to play more Cyberpunk. Damn. And there was so much stuff I didn't do in this game yet. Like, I did the main story, I did a lot of side quests, but there's still stuff I haven't done yet. Get some cool insight on some other characters from the first game, too, nice. or the base game. Yeah, I did every really, mission in the first game. Really hyped, but uh, yeah. Every single mission. I was super impressed with this game. I think if you've not played Cyberpunk, this is the best time to get into the game right now. For sure. It is absolutely worth it. Took three so, years, but we got there. Yeah, it did. It took very long, unfortunately, to get Now maybe amazing. The Witcher 3 will get fixed. No, uh, it won't. Maybe. Not on console. <laughs> Thanks, CD Projekt. You're a second-class citizen if you're on console. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Well, they do, but you're a second-class citizen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, much. it's great. I highly recommend Cyberpunk. Play it on PC if you can, but otherwise, it's fucking fantastic. What do I have, Damiani? A 2080? Mm, no, no, you have like a 2070, I think. Yeah. No, I have a Does he have a 3070? 3070. You, you both have I have 3080. Yeah, you got a 3070. Yeah. yeah. Ray tracing did not work when I tried Cyberpunk. Yeah. It did not work. Hmm. It's all right. Major buckle. Major Price, prices are coming down. Yeah. yeah. Wait till next year. Next mm-hmm. year will be like a, a good time. Good time. New CPUs, yeah. good new CPUs. Well, is that DLSS, like, does that make it easier for the game to run? Yeah, it's like less right? intense. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's easier on the GPU and, like, yeah. gets, like, good mm-hmm. results. But, like, I we mean. should try that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the new one, I think, is locked to the 4000, the 40 yeah. series. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that was the new crazy thing. I couldn't do it. It's hardcore. You have 2.0, but yeah. I, like, a game has to support it. You can't just turn it on. It has to actually be like, the same thing with like, HDR. It's like, yeah. God. It's all game dependent. Oh, quickly, dude. Also, Johnny Silverhand, man. The fucking Oh, yeah. The goat. The goat. I heard about like, Johnny Silverhand, dude. The I fucking love him. Even like, improved how he looks and stuff. I saw like, comparison yeah, they look shots. Like, Everything looks crazy. One of so much better. The best yeah. characters. It's good. Oh, yeah, and if you're wondering, I spent, like, 
18 hours playing. Okay, yeah, like how long? Like 18 hours, and I haven't done everything yet. I think it's three bucks if you got it. So that's pretty. I'd good. say it's worth it. All right, and 2.0 is free, right? Yeah, that's a free update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk Sick. about Mortal Kombat One. Huber, you just your review just went out for this game. Yeah. So if anyone wants to watch that, please check it out. Check it out. Uh, you've played. You did the review. Don has played a little bit of the game, so we'll get some of Don's thoughts Ooh. also. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start us off though? Uh, Mortal Kombat One. It's the twelfth mainline game. <laughs> Even though it's called wow. Mortal Kombat One. Uh, it is extremely good. It is extremely polished, high production values, great roster, great new mechanics. Overall, very, very pleased with this game. There's a handful of modes you can play. Uh-huh. First up is story mode, obviously. Best in class, in my opinion. Just like <laughs> visually, the production, the flow of it all is really nice. It's fun to like bounce around characters. It's really cool if you've been following Mortal Kombat for, you know, an extended period of time because they remix a lot of the classic lore and formula with characters. So, like, we already know, you know, one of the reveals is what in early on was, like, Liu Kang and Raiden are swapped, you know? So it's like Raiden is Earth's champion, but Liu Kang is the fire god, whereas, you know, Raiden's usually the god of thunder and Liu Kang is Earth's champion. So little things like that are really cool when they pop up. Um... It gets very multiverse you know, which I never like in my Mortal Kombat stories. Like, I like when Mortal Kombat's grounded, and I feel like it hasn't been in so long. Like, it just, like once you start throwing in armies and timelines, like, we should have a timeline counter in this game for how many times they say timeline. Oh. I'm going to guess, like, 75 times the word timeline is said. So just like a little, it loses a little bit for me as it goes on. Because again, I just, I like when Mortal Kombat is is grounded, which has has been a while. So, you know, once like Quan Chi and fucking Shinnok showed up, like, get me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than story mode, there is Invasions, which is so sick. This is the seasonal mode brand new mode it is top down like a board game style so you just move like you know you'll you'll progress to like a different spot on the map yeah there's stats dude you level up you get items you can like craft shit dude it's like full-on rpg dude it's so fun it takes place after the campaign too okay and it is seasonal so who knows how this is going to carry on the narrative you know, will it be meaningful? Who knows? You know, once you're throwing in multiverse, like, like, it's not a spoiler, but the first one, the first season is like, a different scorpion has come and you must stop him, you know? So it's like, how many times are they just going to lean on gotcha. that yeah. scenario? I don't know. Um, but the mode is really, really fun because, like, Fights will be different, mo- have different modifiers, like fucking bats will fly in, like shooting fire at you, low gravity, like all these weird things. And you'll fight characters that aren't in the story mode or the roster that are, they just show up here. And it's like, you level up and every single character has their own stats. So like you level up every character separately, kind of, like once you have like an account level for invasions and then that'll level up everybody and then you can like, actually put your stat points into things based on who you choose 
And then, dude, it gets even crazier. It's like Pokemon. Each freaking fighter has like a, uh, 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 like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like status, like poison, fire, ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have to match that up against some opponents because you'll do more damage, take less damage. So it encourages you to like swap out all your fighters. There's secrets in there. There's like hidden clues that have you like jumbled words that'll like tell you to do something as someone is really cool. So really, really into invasions. So is it like a board game kind of thing? It's presented like that. You're okay. not rolling dice. You're not taking turns. It's okay. single player. You just move on the map. There's different ways to go. You know, sometimes you'll come to a crossroad and there'll be like four different ways to go. Um, but just really fun. And a great way to like level up, unlock. The leveling up is really, really good. I, I came around to it. There's no crypt, which really hurts. There's no crypt. But... There's mastery levels for every character you use. So, it, honestly, Brad, it looks like a fucking battle pass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's I like, assume so, yeah. Uh, using a character and using a cameo character will level them up, and then that'll unlock more fatalities, more skins. So, like, cool progression there. And then the last mode is towers, and that's just your standard, like, arcade-style towers. Mm -hmm. When you finish a tower, you get a little... Um, cutscene. It, it's a cutscene though with like VO and like concept art. One of those type of cutscenes, you know, gotcha. it's not yeah. like a, not a full on like mm -hmm. story mode. Uh, those are also epilogues to the campaign. So, lot to do after the campaign, and then fighting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so those are all the modes. Um, the biggest thing are the cameo characters, which are so fun. It, just the variety, dude. The variety, like. Depending on who you pick and who the cameo is, like there is so much flexibility for your builds, basically. Um, and the cameo characters are not in the main roster, so it'll be like the old Scorpion, the old Sub Zero, uh, Striker is in there, Mataro, Cyrax, Sector, Jax, Kano, Sonya, like all these classic characters. They can do fatalities. Yeah. Cameo That's fatalities. Cool. Um, but you'll have a little cooldown meter right below your health for the cameo meter. And one press will take away half of it. And it'll slowly recharge. You could do like a double tap. And that'll, for example, Goro is one. You do the double tap and Goro will like swoop in and then like go up and then slam down on you. Oh, um, yeah. His slam move. Yeah. Hell yeah. So the cameos are really crazy. Uh, and then the other big thing is air combat, like air juggling. Oh. This has not been like a prominent feature in Mortal Kombat for a while. Um, it is it is a thing now. It is way more pronounced. You can really juggle the hell out of enemies. Um, and that leads into the enhance meter too, which I really like this enhance meter. So you have three bars. You can enhance any special. Okay. You can use all three to break a combo. All three nice. though. It's pricey. Hey. For a combo breaker. Combo breaker. Yeah, like but it. it is a stiff cost. If you enhance some specials, it doesn't necessarily make it stronger, but it'll give it different properties. So, like, okay. so one of them is, like, instead of knocking someone down, if you enhance it, it'll knock them up, set up an air combo. Mm. Shit like that. Okay, okay, okay. So knowing when to enhance. Cool. Um... And yeah, I'm just, I, I really love it. Uh, I finished it, finished the review. Usually I like delete 
a game when mm-hmm. I'm done with a review. I'm Keeping just it. Like, I'm like, dude, I am in for just like some random online matches here cool. here in a here in a, you know, once in a while. Um, the online has been really good. You were telling me on the way up, you, you can't. Sk- Skip, or you, you can't, can't like in Street Fighter, and you know, Damiani, when you're playing ranked or something like that, you can choose to fight them or not. Like if you're playing, yeah. they have Wi-Fi. someone's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can, like, nah. What I saw the game was like, no, that was not an option. Yeah. So more common doesn't have that. But in regular, you can. Like, in regular, choose. you can do, yeah. but not ranked. Yeah. Oh. So, but so I think if you were a big fighting game person yeah. who takes that seriously, you might yeah. be upset yeah. about that. Maybe they'll patch a, it in. They should patch that in ASAP. Yeah, they, yeah I assume kind of the, I feel like something for happened ranked, like that with I, 11. For ranked, like, it's so weird to me that they There was it. something like this with 11, Brad. Do they have crossplay? I don't think so. Okay, they should get that in too. Yeah. But, with that being said, yes. Played a lot of online matches, and the stability was great. Mm. Dude, I didn't even see a hiccup. That is crazy to me for a launch fighting game. Like, mm-hmm. I was very impressed mm-hmm. with the online stability, all that. The matchups were good. I was fighting people at my skill level. Like, you know, win one, lose one, win one, lose two. Like, close matches. Mm-hmm. So, just overall, really good package. Um... I feel like, though, it'll live and die with its support, obviously. We know six DLC characters are coming, but it's like, all right, well, invasions, you know, a lot is riding on how those seasons play out. Yeah, that's like long-term play yeah. besides just besides matches. On- yeah, and online ranked also is seasons, and those give you seasonal rewards, which is fun, you know, Fortnite style. It's like, dude, you play the season, you get rewarded for it. Um, a lot of cool costumes and stuff, so... We'll see how how the support goes. Usually they're really good. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, like, in the Invasion match, some of the matches, they had, like, modifiers. Was that what I was seeing? Sony tweeted out about Mortal Kombat 1. Something It was, like, Johnny Cage, like, like mansion mini game where like fireballs are going across the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. is that like a modifier? That was fight, an invasion. Is that, one. Is, that, is that a mini game? That's a little mini game in invasion. Oh, okay, yeah. there's stuff like that. Cool. There's uh-huh. test your might. Okay. They yeah. Brought, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, just really fun. Really, really fun. Yeah, Don, you've played some of it. What do you? How are you feeling about the game so far? I think Huber's evaluation was spot on. Definitely everybody check out his review. It is killer. It just went up. Uh, I love it. Yeah, first and foremost, immediately, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, it's 100% satisfying. It's great. The fighting is great. So Fatalities good. are great. The blood is good. <laughs> the art is beautiful. Uh, so it just immediately is very satisfying, and it feels very familiar. You know, you can just immediately jump in, and yeah, there's the little tweaks like Huber's bringing up with the enhanced bar and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but enough familiarity there that you immediately know what's going on, which was really nice. The awesome fun of experimenting with cameos, et cetera, et cetera. Everything you were said is spot on. Uh, And so it's a great game worth the purchase, but I will say, yeah. So in the only thing in the negative category, mm, I maybe did expect just a little bit more, you know, it's an interesting thing. Mortal Kombat usually is a franchise that at least has a new edition very often within the first year or sometimes even sooner of a brand new piece of console hardware. You know, it's always kind of a showpiece. And that one, wherever it is, of that version of Mortal Kombat is usually a little bit more sparse than the next 
two or three that follow it up. So this one is interesting because it comes kind of later in this cycle, but it's the first one technically, yeah. even though we did have the 11 upgrades, you know, for the yeah. current gen, this is really the first brand new MK on this. So, and because it's a few years in, I think that's why maybe I just expected, I really thought, especially since they're, paying such nice tribute to a lot of the characters that haven't gotten much, much attention from, you know, especially the 3D trilogy, and they're bringing back a lot of things from 4 and just stuff we haven't seen a lot or hasn't been prominently featured. I was surprised that we didn't get other things like, you know, the I thought they are going to bring back little things like the multi-tiered, you know, stages. You could uppercut yeah. and go to multiple levels. I thought they are going to bring back maybe some of the small mini games, kart racing or chess, some of those goofy games. They always included a few of those in each of the uh, 3D trilogies. And so there's none of that stuff. And even within the stage itself, you know, they kind of took away the interactive objects and things like that you could yeah. do within the stage, which, you know, whatever. It's really not ultimately that much of a bad thing. The game is very fun to play. It's just interesting that it's so, uh, you know, kind of bare bones in some sense, you mm -hmm. know, and the evasion mode is there and it's been satisfying so far. Yeah. But, uh, and I think that will continue to pay off down the line. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the crypt, Don, yeah. really would tie it all together in a nice way. That's the odd thing. Because it just, thing. the crypt really always feels like this big investment, this yeah. long-term overarching yeah. investment, and now it's kind of just like, you have your story mode, you have your invasions, you have your, you know, your ranked and towers, and everything's kind of separate yes. a little bit. And it's the weird thing, Huber, is that, you know, they, uh... All the rewards and everything, and a lot of what you'd work for eventually to get to the crypt to unlock, it's like all that stuff is still in the game. They're still making you unlock this, whoops, yeah. this artwork and all this other Dude, stuff. Dude, this unlocking you know? just <laughs> and, like And the, the thing worst. is, that stuff all used to be stuffed in the crypt, so at least you had some sort of interactive interface to get through that stuff, yeah. which was sort of a game in itself. And you were clearing it out. Yes. You were making progress within the crypt. So a lot of that was satisfying. Yeah. And so it's odd that they chose to still include this kind of painful unlock system, but get rid of, you know, I mean, people, there were criticisms of what the crypt had become and this and that, the pros and cons, yeah. but essentially it was a good thing for unlocking this like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of different things, you know? So it's not there. And there's, it's, they simplified the way of yeah. doing that, but it's, it's basically also, like loot boxes now. Yeah. It's a little less, it's even less satisfying, honestly, yeah. in that sense. So that's a bummer. Uh, but what was the one? Oh, so the only other thing I'd like to bring up about the game is concerning the story. And it's interesting what Huber says about where the story goes. It's a little disheartening. I'm worried now because this is an interesting thing. I've already had this game now for a little bit. Yes, I've been busy like crazy. So I've only had a few blocks of time to play it. I have not had the desire or have I chosen to spend my time going through the story yet, which is kind of shocking because I also agree that the story mode is a triple A masterpiece. It's been that way for a few, the last few editions, certainly since Netherrealm took over. I even loved it in nine. The story mode has been satisfying. A lot of it for me personally, and I don't know if it's like that for other people, though, uh, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad thing, the story, but just because of the reboot, because of the reset, it's like part of that is nice because it simplified this super convoluted, layered, intense, like maybe too high of an entry point in terms of the mythology. It got so thick over the years. Yeah. But at the same point, Huber, like, look, you didn't have to understand all that stuff to have all these, you know, and to, I don't know, just mix up and reset everything in a way for me personally, at least at this point, until I go through the story, maybe it'll change. I don't know, based on what you're saying, but it devalued it a little bit. It just took away all this familiarity. It kind of just made it, I have this feeling of like, yeah, I want to do the story and I'm interested, 
but it's like almost in a way I kind of don't care at the same time because I'm like all this stuff that I just know for so long and believed in for so long and all this stuff, it's all just sort of has a new meaning, which is nice in a way, I guess. It's refreshing to a certain extent, but at the same time, it's not motivating me totally. for some reason to, to discover what this new thing is that they've come with. And then Huber talking about, it. well, maybe it is a little convoluted or just it gets so big and with these timeline situation and all that, I'm wondering if that was worth it. Ultimately, in the long run, what are they going to do next? You know, down the line from your two or three sequels, is it just going to build off of this then? And yeah, just I wonder. Be, and then it's going to be way, way, way more convoluted than yeah. just adding another layer on top of the toast that was always be there. Who knows? I mean, uh, I still think you'll like some some bits, dude. It's oh, definitely I worth it. I think I'm going to love most of it, honestly, yeah. when I go through. I mean, you're going to love see. it. Yeah, I'm going to love it. So, but it's just an interesting thing that they did resetting that such a long running thing, you know. So, totally. And what the d- effect will be ultimately should be interesting. But the game is sick as hell. I love it. How's the roster? Do you feel good about it? Solid roster. Really solid roster, actually. I Obviously, you can always use more, you know? Uh, the DLC fighters, though, oh. don't really get me as hyped as in the past. I mean, pretty unfair advantage, dude. You're dealing with, like, Divan Injustice, like, freaking Turtles and freaking, like, Terminator and it's Xenomorphs and Jason Voorhees. That's Robo-Cop. like top, Robo is like top tier. Now the it's like Homelander from the Boys, mm-hmm. Peacemaker, Peacemaker. You got Ermac. They got Ermac and they got Quan Chi, Quan which Chi. is nice. Some vets yeah. in there though. That's essential. Yeah. Um, but sure, I understand that. Yeah, but overall, I, I like the roster. Yeah, one, one, th- one interesting thing to, I think to note about there's the a lot of there's a lot of old characters that have not been playable in a very long time, dude. Shout out to Lee May. Yeah, that's the big She's celebration. So fun. Lee May is awesome. She was awesome in the trilogy. Please, some people go back to the 3D trilogy <laughs> that was looked over. A, a lot of good ca- was in there. I'm telling you, they were great. The 3D trilogy. But uh, regarding the r- roster, real quick, I think it's great. Yeah, it's a celebration of like, wow, all these characters that sort of brought back or never really had a big spotlight in the first place and this mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's funny, it just didn't even occur to me, and I'm thinking, isn't it interesting that there is no new original character at all, right? And I don't know if there is plans for that in the DLC, but is that, I haven't looked, I think that might be the first time that's ever happened. Really? A new character? Yeah, and that's something that sort of, I almost, I overlooked for a second, and suddenly Uh, it hit me, and I was like, wow, that's kind of a surprise, you know? So, but it it is a Mm. nice uh, roster, and the the ones they've brought back, I I love what they've done so far. Especially Tanya, having a lot of fun with her. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Dude, her, like, air kick glide thing, swinging. Yeah. She's really And I fun. really like what they did to Liu Kang's flying kick. Oh, it's sort of spinning. It's so sick. Like. You cannot <laughs> just spam the flying <laughs> kick. Yeah. He, he shoots, like, a flaming dragon, and if the dragon connects, then he fly, uh. flying kicks to the spot. So it's like a slower moving dragon. Go- yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can't just be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the days are over. No, I missed that. That was so fun to troll. Uh, is there like a guest character you want to see? Like maybe not like just a, you talked about like classic characters, but like a uh, third party character, like guests, like that. I always, I always want something, someone from another fighting game. Okay. So I'd love like a Street Fighter character or a Tekken character or a, a Super Smash Brothers character. <laughs> with a game with fatalities, yeah, it might be tough. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You'd have to bring yeah. back the heroic brutalities. It's, uh. it's just like, dude. I could see Kratos. They had Kratos in 9, right? Oh, that'd be so sick. I, I think, think Kratos had... was on 
He was in Soul Calibur, I know, but I think he was in a Mortal Kombat. Was he game. on the P? No, that was which was the PSP yeah, one? Yeah, Kratos was, was in. Kratos was in nine, I believe, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, yeah. and Soul Calibur PSP. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, definitely. And Hot Shots yeah, Golf. I think definitely yeah. nine. Uh, I was going to say for a character I'm going to shout out, but also maybe predict. I don't know if it's a big enough franchise, for, but I'm going to predict it because it's also owned by WB, which owns NetherRealm. And I just saw it the other night in theaters. I said this the other day. None. The, the none. none. Dude, I love I don't this know. idea. They bring none. these horror characters into the franchise. Idea. They've done it many times before. If anyone's seen The Nun yep. 2, the yeah. second half of this movie, she's basically a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. It's so <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a stretch. Okay. It wouldn't yeah. be a stretch. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that can happen, but I would love to All see right. The Nun show up in as a That'd DLC. Be awesome, All right. Valak. Yeah. Sure, why the hell not? <laughs> um, I just I'm surprised we're getting, you know, six DLC characters and three of them are superheroes. Like stop, stop, stop. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. James Davy wrote in, "Do you feel Mortal Kombat is due for some kind of reinvention? I feel visually and aesthetically it's retained the same uh, aura for many years and it deserves to be fre- uh, freshened up and re Re, uh, renovated like Street Fighter 6 was. Hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know, dude. I think it's working still. I'm not fatigued yet. You know what would really alleviate all of this is Shaolin monks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, it's not a troll. You come out with Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks, completely different vibe, and it refreshes the brand, dude. Your next game is not Mortal Kombat 2 or 12 or whatever the hell, it's Shaolin Monks. Then you get people hungry for another mainline Mortal Kombat game again. Mm. And, you know, like, bring it back. Mr. Boone, we're begging you out here, man. (laughs) Come on. What do you think, Tommy? I think you should call the next one Mortal Kombat Zero. (laughs) Yeah, I could see it happening. I don't know what it'd be about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like a reinvention. Like, it, like, isn't this the second time in like a decade they've tried to like redo the first story? Well, like, what, like, I think more so visually they're talking about. Yeah, I guess where do you go visually? Like, it's always been very hyper realistic. Yeah, like, do you go for like something more stylized. Then that's what I'm. That's what they're like, asking. Like, it's an, like anime? that's a choice. Like, that's a risk. <laughs> you can go in anime with like that anime. Yeah, style I don't know because <laughs> they like their super like hyper aggressive yeah. yeah. violence and gore, bone cracking. They, they do. Shit. They do like new like mo- mocap where it's like realistic looking people, but like modern oh, realistic. Oh shit! Yeah, like old games. <laughs> New tech for that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I guess I need like some ideas for that because I feel like Mortal Kombat always is going for like hyper visual, realistic. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because of its its nature. Um, I mean, do they go like to three D fighter or something? Maybe like, like with MK four, dude, up and down. Oh my god, I remember like that. arenas and stuff. Like you do like like hazards in the arena. So like I know we already have like stage fatality. Uh, uh, there's a lack of stage fatalities in this one, right, Don? Weren't you Correct. saying that they're Correct. Yeah. yeah. What? No stage fatalities, dude. Why? No pit. And the, no tri- the trilogy, that's the thing that's so crazy I haven't crazy seen the pit in a long time. Yeah, the no, pit not what? being there is bizarre what? also. That's another missing action that you say, yeah. wait a second, that's a fa- that's an absolute pillar. That's some <laughs> DLC, dude. <laughs> with the, with the characters, there will probably be new stages Listen, as well. I okay. hope so. I don't know. Yeah. They haven't done stages in the past, which is weird True. for DLC. It's with true. the Mortal Kombat game, you need Sub-Zero. 
Okay. You need the yes. pit. You need the fucking the pit. You need the pit. Hundred percent. The pit not being there is actually not a good thing. Don, I got high it. hopes. I got high hopes because the aftermath DLC was comprehensive. Yeah. It was meaty. It was good. I feel like now if they do an aftermath style thing with this game, it'll be even bigger, and yeah. they could like potentially even shake things up like mechanics wise. Yeah. Add probably, some stage they fatalities. Will. They probably will. Yeah. More timelines. More yeah, timelines. Yeah, more. more timelines. All right, cool. Now it's time for sort it out. Sort it out. The segment we just talk about something in the game industry that needs sorting out. We're not too pleased with, you know. Yeah. Gotta do a little better there. Yeah. Yeah. Huber, do you have one? I don't think so. No, not this time. I deleted Witcher Three. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Playthrough oh, botched. Fine. Playthrough fully botched. Or- yeah. Ruined it. You ruined it for me, CD Projekt. You fucked it up. You legitimately ruined it for me. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Let <laughs> makes, us know. Makes me feel terrible. <laughs> One of the best games ever. And it's just, it's, know how it makes it's you just feel. botched, dude. It's completely botched. Oh, it's man, crazy. It's funny. It's crazy that, like, this is just... They haven't even really acknowledged this, like... There was a patch note one time that said it was fixed, and everyone was like, it's not, though. Oh. And it's just, like, what are you, what are you doing? Working on Phantom Liberty, I guess. Yeah, that's what they're working on. Yeah, Damiani, what about you? Well, uh, uh, how much you said you liked Phantom Liberty and its price tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be talking about separate ways and its price tag. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to look at all these expensive cosmetic DLC things that cost like ten, fifteen, yeah. twenty, thirty bucks or more when you're getting like so much value, like almost twenty hours out of a thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not even fully exploring everything. Um, many, 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 many hours out of like separate ways. It's like, dude, credible values here credible for this value. stuff. And then, like, or you get like a mount for like 30 bucks. Like, like nope. You gotta, what? Yeah. Or the Turtles costumes I in know. Street Fighter. <laughs> I didn't even get those. What's um, a little less than a sorted out? A little um, less. I don't want to. I don't want to. Maybe a little less than sorted out. A little less than a sorted um, out. Keep an eye on that. Keep an yeah. Like uh, Last of Us Day is uh, rapidly approaching, and Naughty oh. Dog has already said no new information about any games. What's going on with factions? You know, <laughs> what's going on there? I'm getting a little concerned now. Uh. Yeah. Uh, now? I thought you were concerned. I've been concerned. I'm getting actually legitimately concerned now. Okay. Yeah. And then when, you know, when Bungie saw it and they were like, no. Nah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, what's going on there, man? Yeah, Keep an eye on that. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't really need to sort it out because you're you're doing good, Naughty Dog. Everything's fine. But what's up with that? We got our eye on you, though. Yeah, what's up with that? What's going on? Where is that? But I am glad Keep that up. they said... No new announcements, because mm-hmm. Last of Us Days, in the past, they have not said that, and we all, you know, put our clown masks on, and we're ready, mm-hmm. and there's just, no, it's like, you know, backpacks, sweatshirts, like merch, mm-hmm. so, yeah, thanks for letting us know. Uh, my sort out's Embracer Group, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Sort that shit out, Good dude. Good lord. Good lord. Fucking up. All right, we got one from Screaming Argonaut. Uh, games whose official titles are exactly the same as an earlier game in the series. It's confusing and annoying, especially if you maintain a spreadsheet that uses official titles. Just add the word remake or remaster to that title if that's what it is. It's what we're going to call it anyway. 
This year alone, we had Resident Evil 4, Layers of Fear, Lords of That's the Fallen, Forza Motorsport, Mortal Kombat 1, and Modern Warfare 2. What are you even doing? Yes, Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered starring Lara Croft is a very, very dumb title, but at least it will... At least we'll always know which release it is. Low respect, streaming Argonaut. Wait, I'm confused because a lot of those were new games. That's what they're saying. This year alone, well, Resident Evil Four remake, Layers of Fear is a new game. Yeah, but it, it was the original title though, wasn't it? Lay. Layers of Fear, the original yeah. one. Now there's a Layer new one. Of fear. Did they change? What? Was it Layer of Fears? It was Layers of Fears, Original. I think, originally. Layers of Fears, that was it. The extra S on Fears. So this is what they're saying. Yeah. We already have a problem. Lords of the Fallen. Was it Lord of the Fallen before or Lords of the Fallen? I feel like it was Lord. of. It was Lord. 100% okay. it was Lord. Forza Motorsport. Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. They even asked it. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. yeah. What are you even doing? So it's like, I understand yeah. what they're saying. I get it, okay. Like, yeah, why I'm, isn't Resident Evil 4 sorry, called Resident that. Evil 4 Remake? Yeah. Yeah, 2 and 3 aren't, yeah. Probably because uh, sales, you know? I don't know. Like, a lot of people... You think it deters people? A lot of people have legitimately just played Remake 2 and 3 and 4 yeah. and 7 yeah. and 8 and just haven't even worried about anything else. Like, it's a whole different reality It is for them, you know? Yeah. It's just... So I think I think it helps sales, you know. It sure. comes out, it's just resonant. Yeah, it's four. definitely a, a decision behind it. A yeah. Why. Yeah. Crunching the numbers. Yep. Nothing sells like the title Modern Warfare. That's true. You want you want money? You want bags of cash? You Put call your there. game Modern Warfare. Put that on, yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh Son of Sparta wrote in. What's up, Sega? Why are you releasing Yakuza 8 and Persona 3 Reload a week apart from each other? Yeah. Yeah, releasing two of your big games so close to each other is bad in general, but the fact that these are both long-term based JRPGs set in contemporary settings makes this decision even more confusing. Sort it out, Sega. Stop kneecapping your own games. Yakuza 8, January 25th. Persona 3 Reloaded or Reload, February 2nd. Whoa! Yeah. They love their January for Yakuza. Yeah, but you you have a game come out November. Yeah. November, December, January. We're already back. Yeah. That's a lot, man. Persona 3 uh, portable re-release was in December of 2022. Yeah. Which bled over into January, but yeah. I, I mean... Even if you're trying to say keep them in the like trying to keep them in the fiscal year ending by end of March, like one could have gone in January, one could have gone in March. <coughs> this is a Square Enix move, Damiani, right here. Yeah, I actually think with I mean, well, Rebirth is coming out at the end of February, so that's like also going to bleed into March. Yep. So, do you bleed? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like the only thing they could do is either try and move up Yakuza to like or like a dragon to like the beginning of January and give it more of a spacing thing. Because I do think like reloads at a good time. Like the beginning of the month is like enough time for people like you know to play through like that game and like get ready for rebirth if you're yeah. like, an RPG person and move. But like you got to give people time to play like a dragon because you know they're also like I think there's gonna be a lot of crossover there. Yeah. as you said. Yeah, yeah. My question is why is like a Dragon Eight coming out so fast? Why isn't that coming out later when you have the Man with No Name coming out in November? 
Oh yeah, I forgot about exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Multiverse, bro. Full Disney. Maybe They've it, gone I mean, full Disney. It has to be something with like their their reporting. Like they need them all in the fiscal year because of something. It's just like, bro, I'm not but gonna play like Dragon Eight probably for a while yeah. unless I have to for work. But our logic's like, yeah, what the hell are you doing? Like, put this like you have a whole you, you have plenty of time. Like, yeah. Move it out of Q1, man. Like Q1's crowded. Like take take April. Like April's like yeah. you know only like a game or two there right now. Like why don't you, why don't you move it to April? And, like, to be fair, I'm going to be playing um, Grand Blue Fantasy over all these other ones first. Just because wow. it's new. Really? Yeah, yeah. Over uh, Persona 3 Reload? Yeah. <sighs> I'm very excited. For, but I've played through Persona 3 before, and I know it's going to oh, be yeah, excellent. That's tr- so that's true. I've, I mean, I'm very curious to what they change. So I'm not worried about getting spoiled or anything. Yeah, well... Maybe. Well, uh, maybe, but like whatever. Relink. Dude. The thing with Relink is, I just want to see what this how this journey ends. This game has been development forever. Started with like Platinum Games involvement. They're no longer. They haven't been involved in a while. The combat system has definitely changed mm-hmm. after their involvement stopped. Like it doesn't look as promising uh, as it did before. Like it's definitely oh. gotten like more MMO e style. I'm than, into like, that pure, though. Like yeah. party members. And well, stuff, yeah. Like know? it looks intriguing. I just want to see like how it finishes up. Yeah. I think it's like a heck of a story. Like and you know, I'm like, the most we, interested we, in that. Yeah. I will think. Oh. I'm gonna say probably Persona Three will be the best one. But I'm more interested. Yeah, I had just been following, Blue. yeah, the relink like journey for like a while, and it's like from the day one, like visually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, For me, it was like it turned my head. Like when I first saw Valkyria Chronicles, like mm. yo, I'm really digging these visuals and like what's going on in this, and like I'm I'm sold. Let's go. You got caught in the platinum bait. Yeah. Well, that was, I didn't even know it was platinum at the time until like at the end. I'm like, mm. oh, they're involved. Cool. But like it was like platinum didn't do like the visuals. I'm pretty no. sure. So it's like Probably yeah. Not. Uh, John Wojcikowski wrote in, sort it out. I feel like we're being are beating a dead horse with Square Enix's poor marketing. <laughs> but they should have dropped the Star Ocean 2 demo on the same day as a Nintendo Direct and State of Play, except they didn't feel the need to get that mention in, mentioned in either of the shows. Yeah. Shadow drops work a lot better if people know about them. <laughs> I'm hoping this game meets whatever insane expectations they have over there. Yeah. I don't know if they have insane expectations for Star Ocean. I didn't even know there was a demo. I, I did. It's just it was. It's a time limited. You only get like. Oh, is it like three hours? After or something? a certain time, you're locked out from it. And okay. I was like, nah, I'd rather. I mean, progress carries over. And after and there's like a level cap. After you a certain level, you can't even like character prog anymore. So I'm like, I'm just gonna like wait wait for the game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, but yeah, that that seemed. I mean, I don't know. Like not putting it in. Either of those seems like a pretty big miss, especially like the Nintendo Direct. It's like you couldn't get it in that. Like mm-hmm. that seems like you could have squeezed in like you know that. Uh, but also like there's just like no good time for that demo right now. It's yeah. like I don't know. Maybe they just thought that like yeah, like there's just so much coming out. Like it was not gonna like really help it too much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's time for Keep It Up, the exact opposite. Something we're pleased with in gaming right now. Michael, do you have one? Huber, Michael Huber. Um, I got nothing. Got nothing? Not pleased with anything? <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm pleased. Keep it up, DLC. Keep it up. Yeah. Keep it up. Really fucking good year for DLC. I'm sure family already sick. Separate Ways is sick. We're about to talk about it. Uh, you know, haven't even gotten to Burning Shores. Oh, yeah. uh, I know I know I'm missing some. I know I'm missing some. It's just a good year for DLC. Keep it up. 
And, uh, you know, I just love replaying games, but I love just, like, the DLC callback, you know, pulling you back to a game. I love mm-hmm. that feeling. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. Just being able to boot up Remake 4 again. Mm-hmm. Realize yeah, why. It was nice. It is a goatee contender. Yeah. Just excellent. Damiani. Uh, I was like, give it up to, to TGS. Like, yeah, TGS pretty, seemed pretty good this year, Pretty actually. good stuff. Um, yeah. I know in years past it's been... A little bit hit or miss, but, like, not as many, like, big stuff. But actually, you know, bringing some of those, like, really cool trailers to show off, some, like, cool stage presentations. And then, like, very shocked that, like, of all the stuff we got, uh, like, a new trailer earlier, this, uh, you know, this month, your preview event, like, getting a 30-minute gameplay demonstration of, like, Rebirth. and like of stuff I didn't that, play. That you didn't even play in the depth. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Like, they, yeah. like, they really... I, I was... We were talking about it ahead of the reactions, like, the start. We're like, um, just be prepared. They might, like, really, like, mm-hmm. show me snippets and, like, drop a few new nuggets of information. And it's, like, 30 minutes of gameplay. Like, oh, here yeah. we go. And, like... Maybe it's just gonna be what Brad saw already, yeah. and like with some maybe some nope. description. Like, but I was like, uh, I didn't see this part. I'm like, oh, okay, and yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep it up, Dragon's Dogma Two. Yeah, you're looking, you're looking good. Yeah, very excited about that game. Masterworks all. Masterworks all. Can't go wrong. The uh, Sifu Arenas. That was another DLC. Oh, okay. Turtles DLC. Turtles dude. DLC. Shredder DLC this year has been killing it. Was um, this? Oh no, the Cuphead DLC was last year, mm-hmm. but that was good. Uh, John wrote in again. The last guy, he had to keep it up. Also, keep it up, Square Enix devs. Uh, though because I really liked that demo, and FF Seven Rebirth is looking good. Also, Square Enix just hired Chad Consamello. I think Consamello. For the marketing team of FSM Rebirth, he was the host of one of Destructoid's best podcasts way back in the day. Nice. Oh, nice. Retro Force Go. Hopefully, Sick. he can turn things around over there. I actually met him dude. briefly over there. He was very nice. Nice. Uh, d Gaming wrote in. This is kind of a long one, but I allowed it. For a few years, NBA 2K would uh, release a demo they called the Draft Combined. The Draft Combined. Just a month ahead of the release of their yearly entries, in those demos, players could spend as much time as they liked creating and customizing their own defaults or defaultes, <laughs> playing in full basketball game with and starring at their created characters for a full month, hyping themselves up, or if they were streamers, hyping up the game for Take Two slash Take Two slash Two K. I've always found this idea to be genius. When I get your game on launch day, I want to play the game. I can't remember how many times I just half-assed character creation to get to the actual game before uh, regretting the stupid hair choice. <laughs> a demo that creates slash transfers created characters not only drives up hype for the potential players, but gets the game a head start on streaming platforms prior to release, which could lead to more potential buyers. Saints Row did that. NBA 2K has since moved off this great marketing strategy in the last few seasons, but thankfully some other devs have been doing something similar. Saints Row had their boss factory, which you could create and share your ridiculous creations. There was zero gameplay, but it still served its purpose as marketing material. Then we got the demo for Street Fighter VI, which you, uh, which you get to create your own monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always get to go further attached by playing a char- chapter of the World Tour mode. And now the Capcom has shown me that they understand how to do this. I'd love to see similar things happen with Monster Hunter demos moving forward. 
I honestly believe that most games with character creation needs to have demos to save slash transfer your character or create a character. And if they, the way NBA K and the way that NBA 2K and SF6 did it, is it too much work and really costly? Uh, at least to release a character creator similar to Saints Row did. Keep it up, Capcom and Street Fighter 6 Deep Silver with Saints Row. Bring it back 2K and sort it out the rest of y'all. Thanks for reading this. Uh, yeah, just character creator, I guess. I think that's a pretty cool idea for some games. Definitely. Like Baldur's Gate. I mean, they had early access, so it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. So you could do that. But I could see some games doing that as a marketing thing. Totally. Trying to think, like, what could be, like, Dragon's Dogma 2. Maybe you could do that for That'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. Is it Monster one. Hunter? Yeah, sure. Dragon's Dogma is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, just maybe move around, like, in a training area or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one is from Big E. Keep it up, Capcom, for the RE Engine's booty physics. <laughs> I guess body physics in general, from Zangief to Ada Wong, Capcom is nailing it. Uh, we had a uh, comment from Sage Mo Q below that, responding to them. You could see Ada six packs through her dress. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. All right, we got some shout-outs. As always, some of our most generous patrons over on patreon.com slash easyallies. Hop on over there if you'd like to support us. This month, we got Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Garrett Holefish. Shout out. Shout out. Shout Thank out. you, everybody. We appreciate it. All right, Michael Damiani, you've been silent for a little while. Have I? About games that we're playing. Oh, you haven't I? had your games yet, but now it's your turn to talk about what you've been playing. All right. We're starting off with Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways, which Ooh. I have also played through. Nice. Huber has not finished it yet. Can you tell us what chapter you're on? Six. Okay, you're very close. Yeah. You are very close. Yeah. Great. Did I, you just did you just start it or Yeah. Okay. So I, I won't talk was, about anything. I was up till like four thirty. It's like I gotta go to bed. No worries. <laughs> All right. So uh, the village and the village and the castle we could talk about. Oh yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yes, separate ways. Uh, so good. A reimagining of the added on content to OG Resident Evil 4, one of the two ones. There is a. Uh, uh, separate it? ways in Assignment Ada. Assignment Ada. It was like Project Ada. I was like, that's not what it was called. Um, the original ones, both versions of the Ada add on content, in my opinion, for the OG weren't really like they're not exceptional. Very good. They're, yeah, like, they're not very okay. Good. Nice little fun bonuses, but nothing like special. I like the original separate ways. I, I like I enjoyed I played playing through it, it earlier this year and I was like, eh. It's fine. Yeah. Eh. It, compared to the main game, it's yeah, like it's fine. It's I just like those characters. Yeah, yeah, I like being it's Ada nice Wong. having more of that. Ada Wong is like almost but older now than it's I am. Like <laughs> completely irrelevant now. Yeah. With this one, totally. This is how I feel about this, the original. This is uh, this was a this was a journey. <laughs> this was definitely a, like a journey for 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 me. And uh, I've played through it now. Like I think I've done five complete playthroughs of it. <laughs> I have. I got all the trophies. Five? I got all the trophies, and I got all the challenges completed. Oh. So it's a hundred percent done. Unlocked all the bonus contents. So I have all the outfits. All like I got like the chicken. You get every, everything's back basically from like the main game. Did for, you get like, S plus plus on all the mercenaries? It, it, uh, I did not do any mercenaries content yet. You saw what you get because right? I was like, wait a second, why are their models still like locked in my like? I was on stream like chat. What the hell is this a glitch? Like 
I have no more CP and I've done all the challenges. And they're like, did you play the new mercenaries? Like, holy shit, I forgot they added mercenaries update. And I saw they added the docs. So I was like, yeah. You saw what skin they added though, right? Oh yeah, I, that, that was leaked. So I knew all the eight characters. Yeah. Remember, I like, we said it before. So it's like. RPD. Yeah. Yeah, an RPD yeah. Leon yeah. outfit like, is so Leon. sick. Yeah, I was like. That this... is such a cool reward, dude. They have, uh, yeah, so for like Ada, they have two alt, co- uh, for the separate ways, you get two other costumes for her. Um, they have a reimagining of the dress oh, from yeah. OGRE4. Love it. And then they have her uh, our Remake 2 outfit. Nice. So nice. you can wear either of those. Luis has uh, an alt outfit that looks kind of similar to his OGRE4. And then they got a suit for your boy Wesker. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Classic. And I was like, this is pretty nice. Um, all black suit. Uh, but let, gloves let, and shit. Yeah. Yeah, he has the turtleneck. Hell yeah. The actual DLC, like the the, the the campaign for separate ways, it is it like as I said, I had to play through it multiple times. Like now, that, how many times I played through it? Like I think it's ex- exceptional now. I have very very minor criticisms about it, but this is for like for ten bucks. This yeah, is it's what like I, okay, the best possible. This DLC. is the the way both are OG RE four. And this game, and the, the fact that like you play through them, and they compelling me to play through them over and over mm-hmm. again, like that is like the like the highest compliment I can give to a game. And I actually prefer games that go for a more modest length, but are designed to be replayed. And I absolutely freaking love that. Yep. Um, and I did start on standard because uh, mm. I had a discussion with my chat Huber, and I want to tell you this mm-hmm. again. I want to remind. Of course, actually, like easier this than the main game. I feel like so. I'm a person in that this type of game, I want to have like a like I want to learn my first playthrough. I'm learning through the game. I want the difficulty to come like I want to like when I know how to play through the game. I want you now like now challenge me. Like I actually yeah. know what to do, but can you still make it challenging? And that's like what professional is on yeah. o, on OG and on this one. This I think professional on this one's a little bit easier than the main game. Like the main game's professional is like was an ordeal, <laughs> but like so satisfying cuz like dude, I know this game inside out now, but yeah. good god, this is so hard. They put you in situations like like dude Dude, that one part the when two, uh, in the OG, the two yeah. Ganadors, whatever the claw, the Wolverine dude, the yeah. mat, like the, their cage, like the hell, like you're you're in that room with the mob, infinite spawns, yeah, dude, and dude, like they're just nice. like from the prowl, yeah, and there's like you know, and then like they they yeah, they're like menaces. The one where the like gate closes and there's like sh- sharpshooters, like the yeah. arrows and shit. Yeah, like, that, like, one, that part was tough. This is yeah, like I love being put in situations, and I love how on their difficulties they change. The diff, like you know more mobs will show up, enemies will show up. And they might play, they place a harder enemy there. It's really good. I, I like that design. So very satisfying and reminded me how much like I like love this game. Ten out of ten. And so the OG Resident Evil Four, we saw a lot of reimagining here. They brought back a lot of familiar places. And then added some new spots. But, like, for a lot of the familiar places, it wasn't always just, like, going through it as you did before. Like, some of them you were going, like, in reverse. Like, they were Mm -hmm. playing with your expectations. So, in separate ways, they have you going through the remake zones in some cases, but now in reverse of that. So, it's like, wait, I'm going different – you're going down different paths. So, like, oh, I get to see it from this direction. This is so sick. And then adding on those extra areas that, like, you didn't get to, like, kind of visit before Mm -hmm. in some of those environments. Like, oh, that's what was – like up there or like that's what was like down there like uh you already like did it like a uh, black robe 
Yeah. Um, like going above like the lava pit area where so the, the the El Gigantes were. Great fight. It's like you're above them. Like wait, and we're like, oh man, there's like so much cool stuff here, and there's some cool stuff you're gonna get to still. And it was just like really good to to see these environments presented it in in a new way. Like the opening grappling hook, sick as fuck. Yeah, grappling hook is really fun. Um, I, like the prompts come out, I had like no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Like it worked, worked very smoothly. And how it changes up Ada's gameplay. Yeah. Like you can have an you have a long you have a ranged melee attack now. Mm-hmm. You can grapple to a stunned so- enemy and like kick them. Yeah, and when rules. you grapple across platforms, the enemy there she will do like a. Flip. I love that one. Yeah, and like take them down, and it's like really nice. And and there's a charm you can get that the shield enemies you can yep. rip their shield it's like yep. Batman. I was yep. like, yep. <laughs> dude, it's just yep. took Batman and, yep. and rip it off. And it's like really fun to have that. And just like the start, like you start in a boss fight, you like walk through yeah, the dungeon for a few opening. seconds, and then you just fight. Verdugo or Black Robe, they call him. Like you know, the, the the where was the missing one? Opening, they count dude. this DLC. Everything you were like, where was this in OG RE4? It's like ways. Check it's the tape. in separate ways. Yeah. There's almost virtually nothing now that's like was cut. I mean, there's still yeah. s- there's a, some stuff. Tiny cut. thing. There was one thing I was like, ah, yeah. Hoping it was there's be in there. one thing that's not in there. I think we're talking thinking about the same thing, but for the most part, everything's in there. And you were talking about like stealth already. So we're gonna talk about yeah, another stealth yeah. thing. I, I, it, I was like in, it was in OGR, the base game, but like that opening area of going, like there's like even a challenge to not alert anybody so yeah. you don't have to deal with so the catapults. Fun. Going through stealth, complete stealth. Like that was. And I felt like this, I want to do this where possible. Mm-hmm. Like I won't want to alert people because. Dude, I'm RPing the mentality so of saving hard. ammo and stuff. Uh, RPing yeah. is so hard as Ada that I like yeah. only use pistol and TMP because it just feels like Ada with a sniper rifle oh. feels weird and like. Ah, dude, I don't know. Like when it's on your back, I always dude. want it to be like the TMP. Yeah, I think I like missed <laughs> the sniper rifle the first time. The, the, the default one, I got the stingray got later. Yeah. Yeah. But like the OG one, and like on the se- second yeah, playthrough, really I went to the spot, and I, like, I think I went there originally. It wasn't there or something, or I just didn't accidentally grab it or something. But yeah, it's right. Like Nukem shotgun, dude, the stubby. Mm-hmm. I re- yeah, I really liked you know how they played with her, like her her movement skills and how they played with the environments. The music, dude, so they brought good. back OG music and remixed yep, it. I heard that. And then like they had like the spy theme too. Like it was. I have one really criticism. Well oh yeah, I, we can get in criticism. Just one. Yeah. Could go for like a little more banter between the merchant and Ada. Dude, just give me like a little taste, dude. They a did little, add some new they lines. They do. They, I know. They do. They do. With a lot of remix lines. And like she doesn't really respond that much. Like the opening cutscene, you know, rolls up. And oh, yeah. They have that. But then like other <laughs> encounters, dude, just give me. Well, isn't it the same thing with Leon? Yeah. But I was like, dude, Ada coming up to the merchant, like, this is an interesting meetup right here. Interesting place for a shop, stranger. She says back to him. uh, It's like, oh, just a little more, dude, because fucking village, like, teasing shit. I get it. I get it. Yeah, like with the Duke, you had to have way more, like, backstory there. I was like, this is a little bit of a missed opportunity. This is the time. So there's. the, like, That's like Resident Evil lore yeah. summed up. That was the chance. You're teasing yeah. it, dude. Yeah. You're missing it. I mean, I liked how the story filled in some like extra gaps. It gave like more like you know co- co- story to Ada. Gave more context to to uh, to Luis. Um, you know, like every time she like spots Leon, you see like you found out like who rang the bell. Yeah, it's like, oh, dude. Too. 
this is like it like all like they clearly planned for this and like they probably just it feels like they just because how fast this came out they probably just didn't have time yeah. to implement this just like yeah. having converse like if Luis is like radioing yes. Leon and you're standing there it like colors that encounter Dude. differently if you go back probably and play the main game yeah. it's cool also so many like fun nods when uh in the Mendez the village chief's house when you open like the oven and the chicken flies out, she oh, goes, yeah. "Fly, my pretty!" Yep. You know, like yep. Wizard of Oz nod. Yep. Um, oh, dude, the ta- she said the taxidermy one. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there, there's a, there's another one. one you haven't gotten to yet that like is <laughs> like it, it, it's a, it's a reference there. The finding Luis's uh, code on the back of a cigarette pack, like back of the box. Yep. I was like, yep. oh, is that a like Metal Gear nod? Seriously, like, and it was like the code dude. it was almost kind of close. Um, it, yeah, it was just like really fun to play. Um, it had like the. The, the boss fights I thought were like you know pretty good, good. Yeah, like good. different play like the the black robes aka Verdugo it's pretty hardcore when uh, yeah. I took me out there in phase two and oh. me all the way back to phase one I was like oh shit yeah there, oh, there right, were there were some like I remember because I was laying down and then I died at that and went all the way back and then I sat up I was like <laughs> alright <laughs> sitting up for this <laughs> um I will say my uh, the, here are my three small, small, small criticisms. One, uh, especially during uh, it part one, uh, you've already it chapter part one. It it the movie? No, no. W- the name of the boss. You you literally just talked about. Oh, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, like, wait, why are we talking about it right now? The the circle prompt for for evade. Felt a little wonky, and, I agree. and, 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 I agree. and so here's the example. I agree. And chat helped me like figure out what it specifically was the issue. When you're not like in a neutral state, if yeah, you're moving you or yeah. aiming, you can't just hit it and yeah. get out of it. And even when I was, I was like sometimes just mashing it, and it wouldn't always go happened off. To me. Happened to me too. And people were saying like there's definitely some like coded in like input like latency issues it's not like your yeah. monitor or tv they patch like, it. they need to maybe do a Happened patch i only had a problem with that one fight but there are people like on my plate to my chat people like oh every boss fight has this problem like i only really had it with that but i definitely felt it during that fight so like i believe it's legit that like maybe that evade prompt also there's like a line, weird line of sight problem like the knife prompt for like uh, Ganados on the ground, if you're like not looking directly at them, or if you like walk too far uh, uh, over them, the prompt vanishes, and it's like just keep it on there, man. So it was in the main game too, and it's still here. Mm-hmm. So those are like w- like prompt issues, like small prompt issues I can clean up with a patch. Uh, two, there's a part uh, that uh, I w- can't say because you have not done it yet, uh, but there's a mechanic that you're introduced to that Ada has. Um, that's part of like uh, her her Batman mode, basically. Nice. Yeah, I like her eyeball. And it feels like it's always brought up contextually, like appropriately, like a footprint. You'll see the footprint. Yeah, I saw that. And you'll do it. There's something later on that there's like no contextual clue. Hmm. And I was like wandering around, like, what do I do here? What do I do here? Sweet. And it's hey, good puzzles. Yeah, it's not a puzzle. Okay. It's actually the prompt doesn't come up unless you wait long enough for something. I'm like, yo, can you like? just fix that like people like i wasn't the only one they're like they're like other streamers are like getting stuck at this part for too long and like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be it's not even a puzzle it's something you it's supposed to happen so bring up that contextual clue maybe a little bit in advance or something and then three your quality uh your quality team who does like checks for everything checks and balances do you need to put a merchant after 
a certain thing near the end before the final sequence because it is impossible to finish this game with knife only. And I'll say this, Huber. I saved my RPG for a certain thing, Huber. Nice, nice. And I was like, and I was like, under the un, under my knowledge of the of the remake yeah. and separate ways, I'm like, this is the end. I don't. I, I I'm gonna fight this boss, and it should be over. And then I did that. And then when I got into the next sequence, I'm like, oh, I I, I can do this. I got a knife only. I, I'm fine. I'm I'm still good. We can do this. We can do this. Right there. There's a part where you're forced. You need to shoot something. You got have to it. shoot something. If you don't have it. It is a fail state. You must reload. And if like you didn't save at the beginning of the chapter, your auto save will load you back into that section, hmm. not before it. So if you don't have a manual save close to that, you gotta go back. Damn. So luckily, I had one at the beginning of the chapter. Oh my God. But like, just put the mer- like. There's no reason to not have the merchant. Just like, there's like a little bit of like a walking part, yeah. and then there's the final sequence. I'm trying not to be specific. Just put put the merchant there and be yeah. like, or just put the storage. Just put a typewriter there so I can like get something out of it for crying out loud. Because mm-hmm. like, just it's just checks and balances, man. Like, yeah, make yeah. sure your player can't get stuck, man. Totally. This is an old school re where it's like, whoops, Code wrong, uh, dude. Yeah, no, no, ammo, no, I no, no, that should not be <laughs> happening. Now on every other playthrough, like it's the that final stretch is a, is I like it. I actually enjoy it. It's fun. Um, it just was a problem on my first playthrough. Just ran into that unfortunate situation. I'm like, man, I got to go all the way back and redo all this. That that's kind of a bummer. Damn. But hey, it, it's like not everyone will have that issue. And as I said, you know, great sequence and overall, really good. Like I just, man, like the surprises they do. Like the like the in the village, like when it's like you know raining and stuff. Like yeah. they do the chasing. Like Mendez chasing you. Love that. Shit. Like you have like the tripwire. It doesn't even slow him. Like it's yeah. just fun. Like he's just, just like on you. It's just like nothing slows it. He's just on you, on you, on you. Like dude, what the hell? The the double chainsaw fight in like the like little factory part right after that. It's like close quarters oh, with like yeah. the sister and the dude coming kill after everyone, you. Dude. It's, it's like, all clear, all kill run. Oh my god. Like, Gotta have an all kill run. They yeah, like just having like all these situations where they they, they play with your expectations and like throw yeah. something it feels like they're it's familiar but still throwing things new at you. Totally. I don't know like I also you really th- like Wesker's voice acting. This time around, dude. Dude, really? he had some menacing lines, yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh my god! Like it's talking to Ada. Local saturation, yeah, no, dude. Like literally, pause. I'm like, Huber. It's Huber bait right there. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Brad? Like, how do you like it? Yeah, I thought it was excellent. Um, I beat it in like uh, two sittings. You know, it's. I think my in-game clock was like five hours. Like. Pretty meaty. Or low four, or like, or very high fours. But like, yeah, it was great. It was really cool to see different perspectives of like the village and the castle you go through that you couldn't go through as Leon and just getting different vantage points. I did like her toolkit. I liked the crossbow. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Fun. That was the really TMP, nice. of course, fun. I liked her knife a lot TMP too. Hype, dude. Cool bosses. I did like the black robe thing, the fucking so cool. Genjutsu Itachi stuff going on. So sick. Yeah, like I yeah, having to figure out which is the real like that was Love fun. That. Like great fun. Also I didn't know that. Great pro great tip for fight. the the second one in the village. Yeah, so you know in the first one you shoot the cl- you, you, there's something that gives away, but you can also shoot the clones and make them vanish. But you can't do that in the second fight. Do you know how to make the clones vanish in the second fight? Flashbang? 
Oh, does that work? I don't know. Oh, you, you can probably. You, they just come up. The, all, they will only melee attack you if you parry them. They vanish. God, I didn't know that. Sick. And then like someone tried like, hey, next time you do it, try parrying them. I'm like, okay. Nice. They vanish, and it's just you and the dude. Now I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm like shooting at them, and they're like just going through them. I'm like, uh, okay. I guess I gotta go run mm-hmm. around and stuff. But I like that. It, like makes yeah. you like you know guess. And I like how you can't just keep unloading. Mm-hmm. Like eventually they'll do like the scream and vanish. So it's like you gotta. You got to deal with that stuff. Love that. That was a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, but it's excellent DLC and absolutely worth the price of admission. To me, it's no S tier DLC. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's really good. $10, dude. Get out of it's town. It's a good length. It was really I mean, fun. I had a really tre- good time like, going through yeah, it. Yeah, they still have like the treasures and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, all that is still there. Leveling up guns. Yeah, all that like, fun it, stuff. it's just as like robust as like the, yeah. the base game. But like it, it's I'm I'm shocked that like they only charge ten dollars for this. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, they always have such good DLC, dude. Yeah, it makes. Wasn't Lost in Nightmares like five bucks back then? That's crazy. Probably. I mean, that's a short one, but still. I mean, this just made. I, mean, I wanted to like go back and dive back into RE4, even though I've like hundred percented it. But I was like, I've I feel so, like you've beat it twenty times. I'm like I don't. I was like, I don't, not yet. It's too soon. It's too Maniac. soon. But it's like, man, like it just reminded me how much I love this remake. Like Cody. it is. I, I'm like having to now. I find really yeah. answers for like. What do I like better than this? Because yeah. like this was like so my game this <laughs> year of this, of this year. The fucking combat, man! Like nothing yeah. is more satisfying than using like all of your weapons in a one fight. Like you know, yeah. like blasting someone with a shotgun, <laughs> quick switching to the pistol, <laughs> getting that. Someone comes in, parry, knife, kill, fucking like zip <sighs> over here. Like it is insane combat, dude. The best. Yeah, and I'm sorry, just give a shout, shout out to that El Gigante fight. Hell yeah. Oh my god! Like Hell yeah. yeah, like that was like ground pounded Hulk smash. Yeah, I mean it's like wait, it was just cool. It was just a really cool fight, and like I liked how they use Ada's grappling hook and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like this great. This, this is this is really good. Um, lament maybe a little bit like that. Like maybe the other ones didn't get as much DLC now. <laughs> like this oh, is this is basically man. like man. RE3 needed DLC. Yeah, I love really seven DLC, dude. DLC mm. yeah, seven had some pretty good, good DLC. Yeah. Oh, yeah we Joe got eight. Baker. We got the Rose DLC for eight, yeah. right? That was cool. Three needed the most, but didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. After seeing this, it's like I I would still I go know. back to it. Like if they go oh, back course. to three and add it, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Like I've come. I'll pay up. I'll pay I'll for pay going. Everything. I'll go back for the clock tower. I'll pay it all. Do it. Do it. Uh Joey Traverso wrote in, Hey allies, I just want to write in to thank you all. I submitted a question to Frame Trap a few months ago when RE4 Remake was released. I asked whether I should play the original or Remake first, and the group seemed to lean towards Remake first. Huber was 52-48 split towards Remake. What? (laughs) I've since played both games, Remake first, which I think was the right call. Adored both, and now they're two of my favorite games of all time. I also played uh, through both versions of separate ways in one day this weekend. Thank you for sparking my interest and turning me on to this incredible game. I have a quick question. What do you think of Ada's characterization in the remake overall? I know the new voice actor sparked controversy upon the game's release, but I personally love the reimagined Ada, and I find her her characterization in the separate ways remake to be more nuanced and compelling than in the original. Love and respect. Keep up the great work. I mostly like her. I'm a little biased here because Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game of all time, the original. 
And, like, I've heard that Ada for so long, and then even, like, Original Four. So, like, I had the emotional attachment and investment. I think she's good. The character is good, but I do feel like some of the lines are a little awkward. Yeah, I agree. Just some of them. Once in a while, I'm like, that sounded weird, and it took me out of it because it sounded weird. But mostly it's good. And and the character yeah. is great and how she's portrayed. Yeah. I, yeah, like, I, I think I may was, like, so used to it by now from, like, how much we played 2. Mm-hmm. That, like, playing through 4, like, I, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't really drawing any, like, negative attention to it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, to me, it's like she's, to. like, at the very least, like, she's keeping up, like, an act. Like, you know, she has to be, like, very guard. She's a spy. This is what spies, like, do. You know, they don't, they don't show a lot of, like, emotion. But there is nuance and emotion to, like, some mm-hmm. of her, like, lines. It's, like, Definitely. when she's conflicted about, like, you Leon know. And shit. Yeah, that or, like, Luis. Like, he's, like, trying to, like, you know. Show her he's trying to like make amends for something, and mm-hmm. she's like, at first, like, no, we just had this deal. What are you doing? And like, all right, I'll help you out to like, I actually care about you. Like, what's going on? Um, I will say, like, maybe like that awkwardness stuff. I would probably say, like, I don't, a friend of mine put it the best. I think it's more the like voice director's problem that they like weren't like, you know either being specific with how the take should have been done mm-hmm. or like picking a better take. Like we always like everyone goes infamously to kingdom of the crystal skull, the part time thing. It's like part time. every actor is not going to have like a great take. And it's like, that's on the voice director and the voice production team to like, yes. for some of that. Some and, of it. Yeah. I listened to Megan Fox, Mortal Kombat one. dude. <sighs> I haven't heard that. Is it yeah. really bad? Yeah. It's oh. bad. Razzie dude. Razzie oh. of the year for okay. sure. It's the worst possible. I mean, I like Megan Fox. <laughs> We've had so like, who was it? Was it? And it's like wrong. Peter Dinklage had to be replaced for yeah, that wizard yeah. from the moon. Yeah, it's it's a, either a combination of like sometimes it could be it, yeah, like an be actor both. not being into it, but also it, I mean, there's but other. It's crazy too because she's Ada in the movie. Yeah, so like I, so it's like the actual actor. Yeah, I, it's crazy. I, so this is why I put it more on like the voice director for this one. It's mm-hmm. like you just need to be get out of the actor more of what you wanted and like they're just doing what you tell them like they're yeah. going to do what you tell them to do so like that's on you and like also like maybe some of the writing like i yeah. maybe didn't have too much of an issue like with the writing i thought it was like it it it's trying to like walk this fine line of still preserving some of the campiness of OG4, but presenting it in a more like a modern take, which has a little bit more of a serious focus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a little that's bit tricky. I love it. Yeah. And, and like it, it mostly works well, but I think there are some times where it kind of like stumbles a bit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think um, Leon is super good in the game. Mm-hmm. Like his voice acting. Oh, 10 out of 10. He's incredible, you know? It's like, that's Leon, man. Yeah. Like they, he nails Leon so, so hard. Wesker. Even with the lines he's delivered, I just think. Yeah. Like Damiani with her, I think there is a talent thing and also voice direction, I think. I think it's a combination of both kind of thing. Uh, Damiani, you're not done though. You're talking F099, baby. The monkey blood. The monkey Where's blood? Where's blood for this? 
I do feel bad. Blood has definitely put the most time into this. Blood, uh, we played through it on stream team, and Blood was giving like the complete rundown. He's put so much time into it. He's actually won some of the F zero ninety nine like races, which I have not actually come in first yet in any of them. I've definitely played a lot less than him. Um, this is a very interesting and I think a good way to revitalize the interest in F-Zero. Um, it is a essentially, on the surface, it is a battle royale. 99 F-Zero racers get into a match racing one of the up to seven of the original courses from F-Zero on Super Nintendo. They have the Night League courses, the original five, and then they have uh, uh, Portland 1 or 2 and... Whiteland one, I believe, which aren't part of that, uh, and uh, you have the Disc of the Fault ninety uh, ninety nine racer mode, which is one simple race. Um, it's four laps instead of five laps, like the original. And uh, yeah, obviously you're trying to win the race, but at each lap there is a cutoff. So if you're not above a certain place by the end of that lap. You will fail. You just blow up. You just fail out. Oh, yeah. Okay. You just feel like fail out. But you can also blow up in this mode. Uh, you have energy, and they turned it into a risk reward system. They basically took mechanics from newer F Zeros uh, that weren't in the original ones. And the original one, um, a- after you completed your first lap, you got a speed boost. It's like a little S symbol in the corner, and you got one per lap. And you just use it, and it's done. Doesn't cost you anything else other than how many you have in your reserve. In this one, your health meter is eaten up by your boost. So you can keep boosting as long as you have meter, but it takes off a, a finite chunk. So getting hit by other racers, there's a ton of them. It's chaos. We don't want Mario Kart being chaos. This is the this this is the new yeah. chaos. This is real sure, chaos. Is chaos. You got the the bumpers on the side that God. like will drain your energy. You have hazards that will drain your energy, like exploding cars. So you have landmines on some like mines on like some stages. If you run over them, you're gonna like take a bunch of damage. They'll also like you know send you flying and you often careening into those bumpers and taking energy. There's only a very short health regen pit at uh, each lap and everyone's vying for it. So like, and if you slow down for it to try and fill up enough, like you're going to fall behind. So it's really about juggling when you boost, um, getting, it's like a little bit of the Mario Kart thing. Like if you get stuck in the middle of the pack early, it's really hard. It's all about trying to get in like up front early and they start the races by funneling you in, in this little like kind of precursor to the beginning of the track In the start, you're all spread out like, you know, like two, two, like, you know, two rows of cars and you slowly start narrowing, narrowing, narrowing down until you hit the starting line, and then the race really begins there. You can't use your boost until you cross the starting line, but there are like some boost arrows, and like there's like jumps, and there's like some things you can do to try and jockey for position, and that's part of the strategy. Like there's the opening part of the race, getting up front, maintaining that, and you also have, we talked about the boost mechanics, but you also have a, a new, from the newer games, you have a spin attack. It's on like a five second cooldown, and it like will do more damage to enemies if you or opponents if you run into them. And then you have uh, these glowy orbs, these like yellow gold orbs that appear. Um, seems like the further back you are, the more frequent they are. There's also like these gold uh, F Zero machines that if like you bump into them or follow them, they'll like dispense a lot of them. And if you fill up this meter, this gold meter, you can jump onto like the sky course mm-hmm. and get above. You can't fall off of it. You don't take any damage from like the rails, and they have some like boost arrows. 
and uh, it, it, you'll see the meter start draining, and you'll be up there as long as it's of uh, you have some meter, and then you'll drop back down. But you can exploit it if yeah. you're over like nothing. It'll keep you going on that track till it can safely put you down. Other people can get on that too, right? Oh yeah, anyone can get on it. So you get you see multiple people jumping on there. So it's all part of the strategy. Like you have the opening part when you boost in the race, and then like when do you use those sky uh, things? Because when it's filled up. It's the boost meter that activates it, so you can't boost anymore till you use it. So he, Blood was holding on to it, but I'm like, he's also not boosting either. The other big mechanic uh, that you have during this is that if you do KO a car, you get like uh, your health meter, like you get like it filled up, like just tops oh, off. That's nice. So like if you're like in the middle of the pack and you get like a good stretch going, and then you like crash a car and knock them out, and like. You refill like you can spam your boosts like sick. a lot and get like a really good comeback going. That's sick. But it's very challenging. Um, they widened the tracks a little bit to accommodate you know ninety nine players. That's yeah, insane. And uh, yeah, it's a, so you have the single race. Um, by winning that, you uh, get experience. So you have like your account experience as you level up and uh, achieve different things like ranking a certain amount or. There's like one for like finishing ten consecutive races without blowing up. Uh, you unlock decals and new color schemes for your car. That's fun. And you can go in like it's like the garage. You can go like mess around with that stuff. So there's a little bit of that going on. Then there's a practice mode. So as each course that you've actually played in the game will be unlocked in practice mode. It's just you versus the course. You can turn on like ghost uh, trials so you can like race against like a person's ghost, but. Or your best time, uh, but it's like it's like Super Nintendo practice. Ghost mode. of Bloodworth. I mean, yeah, he had a ghost on there with his thing. He was like, <laughs> he was just like, you know, like zoom, goodbye. Like, All right, blood, showboating here, huh? Yeah, I see what you're doing. Um, and then like, there's challenges for like completing those and under a certain time as well. So they do have a little bit of like this. There is a little bit of a single player component. Uh, if you want, want to spend time practicing on those tracks, get used to it. Then they also have. Um, they have these special events. They're on like there's a timer in the top yeah, right that'll that will show you. Like Blood was saying, like it's like every two hours during the week is something called the Grand Prix, which is a set of like, Dude. yeah, it's like actual like set of races. It's like the five races that you do, uh, and you as long as you advance in a race, like it's like uh, uh, Fall Guy style, where like mm-hmm. each you see people get knocked off, and then like the next round, it's like only that many people, and like. It felt like that was better for me than just the single race because as long as you just survive like the first two races, which were like kind of like the really tough ones, mm-hmm. the fewer people I have to deal with, I feel like for me it was more enjoyable. Yeah, and you get points like Mario Kart. Yeah, you, so like, you don't have to get first necessarily every race to win. Yeah, yeah, and also there's like a global leaderboard, so like every point you accrue and everything goes towards your total like global point ranking. So if you care about that, that's one way where you don't always have to get like first. Um, and then there's also other timed events. There's like a, a team battle where you're divided into two teams. So like red and like blue or red and green, I think of the teams. And as long as your team has like, you know, more people in the top or whatever, I think is how it works. You, you win the overall race. So mm-hmm. you don't even have to like finish first. You just like, you're trying to help out your team, like taking out opponents. That's fun. And I, blood said he thought there was no friendly fire. So like you run into your teammate, you don't damage them, but like you couldn't maybe knock so them fun. into a bump. I didn't know that was a mode. Dude. Yeah. That sounds right. And then there's like a, uh, expert race thing, like a pro cup or whatever, where you do like 
one of the, you do like one of the more difficult ones, which is like the Portland or Port Town or White Land course. Um, those are pretty challenging with like you know ninety nine people. Like it's pretty insane. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's fun. Um, for like it's fun. It, it's easy to get into. It's fun. Um, it's definitely you know. Definitely for people who are more into a multiplayer-focused game. If that's my one criticism is that I personally want single-player F-Zero to come back. And this is nice, but, like, I'm kind of – I'm, like, honestly, until they add the new courses, I'm done with this. I don't feel a need to, like, keep – out. I don't want to compete against other people like this. It's, like, I just want to play – by myself and like go through the courses and like try and get better times by myself mm-hmm. and see like cool character endings like the later of zero games and when you like totally. won a cup with a racer you got like a nice little like ending thing yeah, yeah. i think when i got really into f is when it went 3d yeah like i i like the 2d ones i think they're fun but 3d is when it like really piqued my interest way more yeah. I do. Th- I was surprised how robust this game was. Actually, yeah, it's it was way more than I yeah, thought it was going to be. And I think that's really cool. It's free if you have online. It's included right? in, in, in the base Nintendo, Nintendo Switch online. I mean, you have to pay for it, but yeah, yeah. You so do, if you have a subscription, you get it. You get it. What yeah. either? The I think it's a cool little thing. It's not how I want F Zero to come back necessarily, but I think it's a step in the right direction. And it's hopefully, got a pulse. It's yeah. got a pulse more than ever, so that's saying something. I did forget that uh, you earn gold tickets as well, and you need to spend those to in enter the Grand, the Grand Prix. In the Grand Prix, yeah. You so need there, that's like that, that's the 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 dangling carrot to keep participating yeah. in base F zero ninety nine because as you level up and get you know you get more gold mm-hmm. tickets, you can keep participating. Well, in that. hopefully they'll do something more with F zero now. With this, well, yeah, they, I mean, it seems like people were enjoying this, so hopefully, it's really getting new fans. I think they just have to be a little bit faster with the updates, but this Nintendo, well, yes. they're very slow. Um, Blood was even saying like he saw something about maybe data miners found that they're going to add like the Satella, uh, uh, Satella View courses, the Japan only service. That's cool. That they had for That's a really lot of cool. their Nintendo games. That would be really nice to bring them in. There are definitely some courses I can't wait to see people have to do with 99. There's a course called Deathwind 2. Um, <laughs> that is a nightmare of a course. Just doing it like in against AI. And I cannot wait to see 99 people try and go through that course. I mean, it's going to be a little bit widened. Um, but it, it's still like one of the roughest courses to make it to the end alive. Uh, that said, um, visuals, they did a nice job of like uh, preserving the base yeah, look. Yeah, I think so. But it's not as like pixel it's not. art-esque. It's like like a little smooth type effect. Because going back, if you switch back to... If, you, if you're paying the subscription, you can jump right into F-Zero for Super Nintendo and your Super Nintendo thing. I do prefer the older look a little bit more than this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's some of the like the detail that's a li- that, that's lost in this, but I get that, that this might had had to have been a thing they had to do to make it so 99 people could race. Also, they need to add more machines at some point. It's just the base four from the original. Oh game. yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, need more. Uh, it, they, they definitely need, need more. They definitely need to add more. We need at some like point. four more. Yeah, we need least. more. We need more. We need more variety. But yeah. Yeah. Good start. Yeah. Cool game. Sick. Well done, Nintendo. Alrighty. It is time to... It's time for some emails. how we end every show. We got multiple emails today. If you would like to send in a message or comment to us that we can read on the show, head over to patreon.com slash easyallies. $5 and up, you can send in questions and comments to this show, the Easy Allies podcast, reaction shots, we'll leave a bunch of stuff. 
We always got stuff up on there. And you get in our Discord for five bucks, dude. Always good stuff over there. All right, here we go. This is from Jiggy Diggs. Greetings, allies. Are developers underestimating the value of couch co-op? When I was younger, my brothers and I would get every couch co-op game we can get our hands on because it meant countless hours of fun with my brothers playing games like Lords of Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, mm. Fantasy St- and Fantasy Star. Currently, if a game has couch co-op, my interest is immediately peaked. I'm always looking for games to play with my wife, friends, and family as well as games to recommend to others looking to play with their significant others. Games like Luigi's Mansion 3, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, and It Takes Two were all great games, but were popular in my friend group due to couch co-op. I bring this up because recently Pikmin 4 did not feature a split-screen campaign, and and though I enjoyed it, my wife and a few friends didn't play it because the couch co-op aspect is where a lot of the joy was uh, derived from. Am I overvaluing couch co-op, or would the allies like to see a couch co-op renaissance? Love and respect. Always down. Yeah, we always like couch Love co-op. couch co-op. We always do. Yeah. I understand why some games don't have it, but mm. I think with some games, it lends itself way more. Yeah. Like, if you have a beat-em-up, dude. Turtles. Oh, yeah. You gotta have couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a fighting game, you gotta have couch co-op. Kind yeah. of thing like that. Like, even oh. like... um. Halo Infinite didn't have couch co-op. Yeah. They said they were going to do it. They just couldn't it get it It feels like the tech side is like holding it back these Something. days somehow. Something's going on. It's like, you yeah. know, Baldur's Gate and yeah. Halo. And but yeah, there's something very friendly about couch co-op. I agree. Especially if you're saying with people who were like only interested in it because it was couch co-op and them playing yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, I watched this week the, the GoldenEye documentary. We're talking about like the four player split screen multiplayer. They so too long didn't Where, read. Is that on YouTube? They were no, it's like on Amazon. You gotta buy it like on Amazon. Got it, got it. Um They were talking about how far behind they were at developing a game and missed the movie's release and like they were getting a lot of pressure to fing- finish the single player campaign. Um and they were like up to like the like thirteenth hour or like eleventh hour, whatever the saying is, uh they were like kind of crunching. They even said like we know crunch is bad, but like everyone was willingly doing it because weekly we we were a small team and we love this project, blah blah blah. But like obviously like, you know, this isn't the norm. But they had some of their team members working on um, uh, on top of this, not ordered by anyone, making four like four player multiplayer. That wasn't an intentional request. That wasn't an original request by Nintendo. It wasn't required. They were just adding it in because they think they thought the game needed it. And Ken Lobb, they showed it to Ken Lobb, and he was like blown away because they Nintendo was like showpieced it with Mario Kart, uh, with Mario Kart sixty four, and there was like kind of initially like a lack of games that were really utilizing it outside of like Nintendo. Like Star Fox 64 used it as well, but people are like, "Man, where's like more of these like split screen multiplayer games?" Mm-hmm. And they did it, and Ken Lon championed it, and like he went to Nintendo and it's like, "They have like this is amazing, like this is like what you want, you like let them do this and stuff." Because like they were freaked out when their bosses found out they'd be like, "You haven't even finished the main game. That's what we're paid to do, and you're working on something else. What what are you guys doing? Like we're gonna fire you." <laughs> they were like so freaked out, like, but then like, oh no. Ken Ken Lobs is big dude in Nintendo. He loves it. He's going to go talk to them and be like, no, you got to have this. This is, like, so important. And, like, yeah, the effect, they said, like, this GoldenEye wasn't a mega, like, a blockbuster seller out of the gate. 
It was that word of mouth. Yeah, it was dude, all the innovations to give the single player, but like they were like the multiplayer as well. Like how many hours? And they talked about like yeah, if you use like odd job and like you yeah. were like always like singled out and stuff. So like yeah, like those experiences like you don't like. You don't get those from like online games either. Like that's I, I know that's like something people like having, and like technology has allowed that. But there is definitely something missed from that couch co-op, and also like as we lost like arcade games, like the arc. We've talked about that a bit in the past, like just being in an arcade with everyone totally. too. Yeah, yeah, communal definitely. vibes. It'd share the passion. Definitely more co-op, please, mm-hmm. when possible. Uh, this next one is from Sekiro505. Hello, allies. What 10 million copies. 10 million copies, that's right. What extra modes or content do you guys prefer in games to unlock or have post-story? Or do you prefer games to have games to have unlocks or post-story? For example, like Resident Evil, I love the Mercenaries mode or the concept art. Uh, to have unlock or have post-story? Like content. Um, I like yeah. story DLC, but like other... Post content, like you know what I mean. Stuff maybe unlocking the base game is, is not paid DLC. Yeah, think? yeah, this like uh, of bloody palace and shit. That's yeah, cool. like a new mode, I guess. Or oh, yeah, um, that's always good. Costumes are always fun. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like RE4, like yeah. all the bonus like accessories mm-hmm. and stuff that like change how you play the game. Bonus weapons. Bonus oh, weapons yeah. are so bonus fun. Weapons. Hey, I if there's one thing I'll point to the OG version over a remake is that. We never got like some like that zany lazy piano three gun. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. did we get that? Piano three hype. They could have even redone it as like a Mega Man gun or yeah. something. Man. Oh my god, I wish they, they never did. Like gun. they never. None of them, especially RE two. They never gave us like Akuma. Like they never gave us like the they fireball. <laughs> like come the on, biggest yeah. rumor. Wait, did they? And I forgot. No, 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 no. a remake too. No, Am I dreaming no. this? That, that could have been a PC mod. Okay, yeah. <laughs> probably a PC mod. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like post story, I don't know. As an unlockable, that could be okay if it's like short, I guess, or shorter. I think. I'm trying to think of a game that like does that off the top of my head though. Yeah, Nintendo also does it sometimes with like their two D Mario games. Like beating the game's only half the game. Oh like, right. Uh, was it like uh, not like Super Mario Three D World? All those like extra worlds he did. Yeah. A new Super Mario Brothers. Like they had one of them. I think they had like a whole like other half of the game or cool. like Luigi and bonus stages. Like they always put like the most some of the more the challenging content levels. behind after you beat the main game, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right, it's from Robert Lee. Hello, Alice. I have a deep appreciation for leveling up in games. This is for you, Hubert. The thrill of acquiring new (laughs) skills and enhancing abilities to gain that extra edge is truly satisfying. However, there are also games where leveling up seems inconsequential due Mm -hmm. to level scaling or the presence of redundant skills. Currently, I'm thoroughly enjoying leveling up in Baldur's Gate 3. Since I'm not well-versed in D&D, and each time I acquire new skills or abilities, it feels like a delightful surprise, knowing they will always have a game-changing impact. As much as I adore Marvel's Midnight Suns, the enemies scale in accordance with the level of your highest character, which can make the game progressively more challenging. I must admit, I'm not a big fan of level scaling. Same. What sort of examples of good and bad leveling up systems, and what or what are some good examples of good and bad leveling up systems, and what would you like to see? Love respect, Robert Lee. So examples of good Dragon and Horse bad 8. leveling up That's systems. My favorite. Why is it your favorite? 
Because it matters every time. Why does it matter? Because the game is so difficult. Mm. So anytime you get a level up, you really feel it. You feel the hits. You feel the damage. You feel the and, HP. Yeah. I mean, you know, just like getting H more HP. It's like, oh, I can take more hits now. Like, this shit matters every time. And then you have the really cool, like, you get skill. a skill every the, so you put often. The, yeah, you put the skill points in, oh, like, which yeah, category uh, you want. I yeah. love that. And it, like, never... Re like, you can go to the church and it tells you, like, oh, you have another ability coming up or whatever. But it's a lot of the times it's like, all right, I hope... I hope I'm going to get a skill here, and like you don't even know what you're going to get. Sometimes I love that. Yeah, oh, the old old RPGs. That was the thing. Like a level made such a big difference mm -hmm. for that. Um, like uh, that in Final Fantasy One, actually they did. They <laughs> did. It. Yeah, yeah. That's but HP, dude, it's, getting like thirty HP. It was it, like, that, yeah, it's all your stats. So it's going yeah. up like one point. It's such a big deal. Like yeah. we're so used to like big numbers now that mm -hmm. like it's hard to like it's hard to recontextualize like the older games. Like it's like. A single point is a big deal. Yeah. It's not like, no, where's my 100 I always just look at the percentage. It's like, all right, yeah. if I have 20 strength and I got two, it's like, all right, that's 10% mm -hmm. strength right there. Shit. Uh, Sea of Stars just did this, and it was borrowing a thing that, like, Super Mario RPG did. But, like, after you level, picking, like, which oh, thing you want to bo bonus it does that? in. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I believe it does. We're Like, I haven't, like... I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so Blood know. was talking about it, I'm pretty sure. And I think my roommate was talking about it too. But like I think you choose like which like H I don't know what it is in Sea of Stars. What stat? But like yeah, like Super Mario G, it's like, do you want more health? Do you want more attack? Do you want more defense? And it's like it's a choice, you can't undo it. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, like you can like kind of like spec like that. So adding like an additional like, obviously you have skills and RPGs can lock, but like picking a bonus attribute and it's like you're locked into that and like because you, you, they know that like the leveling you're doing already is sufficient, but it's like, where do you want to put your bonus points yeah. into? Yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, this is like a top three game of 2023, but I did not like the leveling in Final Fantasy 16. Thought it was fine. Level up, get some stat points, whatever. Move on. Yeah, you put them in the. I the guess you have like the icons, the, right? the icon grid as well with the AP points or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's definitely but more like, like just like your basic leveling up. I was just, it was never I was never like hyped. Yeah, it's it feels like it's definitely structured after like Devil May Cry where you are earning you the orbs to trade yeah, them in. It much more is than, yeah. rather than it being like totally. Yeah, that, that being, but even that dude, I got yeah. I just it's my only criticism really about that game is like how easy it is and just the leveling up. I didn't like. I thought it was I'm like, to remember the dopamine was not hitting on the level ups. <laughs> Stranger of Paradise, like the gearing and stuff, but like I'm trying to remember how important like leveling was. I mean, like, like I forget. It's like a soul's like. But like the gears was so like the most important thing yeah. I felt like. Like constantly like doing that. Oh yeah, you got the skills. Yeah, like you were equipping different and skills. The jobs and were leveling stuff. Up yeah, and the jobs. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot going on in that game. Yeah. Uh Reptile Scorpio wrote in. Howdy, allies. With Xbox going digital only next year, I got to thinking about the great times I had at retail video game stores, especially midnight launches. The Halo 3 launch back in 2007 was on the same night as a big sporting event, so it was a ton of fun f from early in the afternoon to following up with some multiplayer through the early hours of the morning. Sick. What are some of the allies' favorite midnight launch memories? Uh, it's the, the Wii release for me. Because I got Twilight Princess. Yeah, that's a good one. Because we went to Pink's, I remember, Mike. Then we went to that after. Sick. So it was a sick-ass night, dude. That is good. Uh, 3DS was one. It was probably one of the last ones, I feel like, that I 
that even did one, I, th- I think. Um, they did a game. They get a GameStop by where I lived at the time. GTA and uh, GTA was one. Four. Oh, for him, yeah. probably four. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, yeah, went with my friend, and then there's a bunch of people in line, and we just were like talking about stuff. And then after we got our 3ds's, we all like took them out and turned them on, and like did like street pass for everyone. Nice. Like we're all there already, so it's like yeah, let's like do this. That's and, sick. Yeah. Dude. That's very fun. And then brought it into the office the next day at GT, and was like, yo, all right, where, where's the street? Hey, dude, man, I missed mm-hmm. that. Please switch Nintendo. Please put like street pass on Switch too, man. Please, please, I'd, like would please. love that back. Please, miss it. Uh, I did Burning Crusade Midnight Launch. That was fucking awesome, yeah. dude. Ooh, that was yeah. sick, dude. I did Dark Souls also, which was really cool. That's a good one. Dark Souls was fun. Yeah, I don't I feel like I've done too many. Like honestly, like the only other one I ever like waited in line I can remember is uh, waiting in line. I've told the story before. Metal Gear Solid Two because mm-hmm. it was also the same day as Xbox launch, mm-hmm. and me and my co- uh, were in, like college two thousand was high school. High school, college, whatever we were in, we were at a Best Buy where I lived, and we were like all excited because there's a giant line. We thought they were all Metal Gear fans, and then we started talking. And they're all like, "Oh, we're here for Xbox," and I'm like, "Oh, but Metal Gear Solid too." Like, eh, it's not on Xbox. I was like, "Ah, what?" Because <laughs> we're dude, Metal Gear Solid Missing Two is out. huge, man. We're all the Metal out. Gear fans, and like, there are a few people like I'm here for both and stuff. And then like I said, like there are people like, hey, if you're not here for Xbox, can we take your? We ask for a ticket since you're in line, and we'll like buy, we're gonna buy an extra one. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, here you go. <laughs> but it's so nice when everyone in, and I all ran to the back to the Xbox section. We just walked up and like, here's your Metal Gear Solid Two. I'm like, Sick. hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> That'd be a good list of like all the midnight. Launches that GameStop ever did. Yeah. Some comprehensive list. I wonder if that's out there. Well, yeah, you were at the Wii one. That's not a lot. We were at that one. I used to do them all the time. I just, I'm having trouble thinking. I like Call of Duty, obviously. Yeah, you played a lot of Call of Duties. But. Yeah, I don't really remember. It was de- that was definitely the last one I did. One of the Call of Duty. There was one at GameStop at Universal City Walk. <sighs> I went to for something, and I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. I can't remember. It was a big one. Hmm. I can't remember the game. Was it Metal Gear Solid? Four? No, it was not. It was uh, Tales? Final Fantasy 13? No, it wasn't a Final Fantasy. I don't remember. Okay. I can't remember. I just remember going with my friend and we we're like there's a huge group of people and I did like some performer was there. They were doing some song Whoa. from the game or something. I can't remember. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Something just feels right about Call of Duty and Doritos and Do on <laughs> Opening night. Sure. <laughs> There's just something in the air, dude. There's just something about it. You can thank Keely for that. <laughs> yep. Uh, the final question is from Garrett Holefish. Capcom has had an incredible streak of Resident Evil games lately, both new and with remakes. What other entries would you like to see remade? And what oh. new stuff do you hope for? Code Veronica. Uh, yeah, we've said it. We know, the, we know the reveal. Come on. We're going to see... Another weird trailer with a bunch of like fast yep. cut shots, and then we're gonna see a V appear, and then Resident Evil like above it. And we're like, wait, what? Five? That didn't look five. Mm-hmm. And then it's gonna say code's gonna so fade sick. in right next so to it. Resident sick. Evil Code V. That's Everyone next. thinks it's Resident Evil Five, but it's yeah, it's code not. V. It's Code V. So code, code V. V. Yeah. And it'll be like in the press release, Resident Evil Code V, the next reimagining of the Resident Evil classic, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, we need it for so many reasons. So many people have missed this game. 
uh, and it is integral to the story. Um, this is Chris, yeah. Claire, and Wesker. Like, this is an essential chapter in this ongoing storyline. And like, you know, I haven't even talked to people. I haven't even finished it several ways, obviously. But even after remake four, just talking to people who had never really seen Wesker, and they're just like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. really know who this is, I don't really know what's going on. Like, this shit's after Code Veronica. Like, so much shit yeah. has gone down. So, we, we it's, come, a, it's important. You it's come essential. back and talk to me after you finish up, so oh, Brad and I, after you finish up at Ways. I'll call you guys tonight. I want, I want to see your reaction. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. I want to see your reaction. Hell yeah. I th- yeah, I think it, you're right. Like, I, I, I don't know if these remakes are supposed to lead into, like, seven and eight mm-hmm. and eventually nine. Is it yeah. part of this continuity? Or are they acknowledging only the older versions of the games? And if so, you know, like you said, like, I think this is a chance to give the story that was trying to be told in yeah. Code Veronica, like another chance and how integral it is into mm-hmm. leading into the future. And honestly, totally. like, yeah, I, I think where they go from there, honestly, I feel like RE5 just needs like an enhanced like remastering. They like, it just needs a nice big like visual update in an RE engine and take some of that AI partner tech they're using currently mm-hmm. and apply it to like Sheva and, yeah. you know, give us, you know, both the way to play co-op and that. So I think that needs just like, you know, a facelift basically. Yeah. But obviously, like, can we just like ignore six? Yeah. We're doing a remake I timeline. Yeah. Do Code Veronica give an enhanced remake of five or re- remaster five? Does need a fl- reimagining? Just address some things in there yeah. and t- tweak it up. And then let's uh, let's let's you know let's just go right into seven somehow. Like, yeah. you, you just be like, oh, Code V is technically like six, but like <laughs> that'd be funny if they did that. I wouldn't be against. They it. just say it takes place after Resident Evil. No, that wouldn't work. I don't know. It's for them to figure yeah, out. Yeah. But like, I don't even want them to ever try and remake six. I just like what just about one. Forget about it. That's the big question, mm-hmm. man. That's if they're ever gonna touch that again. And. Uh, because what we haven't seen, you said it, we haven't seen like old, young Chris's model in the remake engine. It's like no. the last one we haven't seen yet. Now that we've seen Wesker, yeah, so that's like it, right? I've seen Spencer Mansion and oh, Ari engine, seen, dude. Wait, have you seen Rebecca in the new engine? No, no. Oh, the Rebecca right. Chambers. Yeah. Uh, in terms of remakes, that I would want from Capcom is one is Onimusha. I would love to see Onimusha come back in some way. Dino Crisis. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say Dino Crisis, but that's a good one. Uh, I want Mega Man Legends remade. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. I really like that game, and it's Mega happening. Man's been fucking underground. That's a For the People remake. That's a For the People yeah. remake. That game is sweet, dude. That That is like tears will be shed if that yeah, happens. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That would be a good day. Shenmue vibe moment. Yeah. In terms of new stuff from Capcom, um, I definitely want a world Monster Hunter World successor. Kind yeah, of thing. where is oh, that? Yeah. It's probably cooking. Yeah, it's probably cooking. So. And um, I'm curious about that new IP they have coming out that we thought was Onimusha for a oh, minute. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Oh, you guys saw the Onimusha anime coming out, right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah. "Oh, Huber." I, I for some reason I thought we all knew about it, so I'm like, "This is probably not going to be a big deal." But then, like. You got pretty excited. So and also, excited. Um, it's got a pulse. I don't know what it'd be like coming back from Capcom's f- current day, but like fighting games and stuff, especially because they only dude. have Street Fighter. But uh, Power Stone, I would like to see come oh, back. Oh, you want Power Stone, Stone dude? Well, that, I mean, obviously stuff like Darkstalkers would be cool and like Rival Schools would be cool. Well, I think Power Stone's a good one. Right? Yeah. Because like, we don't have like a good like 3D or Yeah, I don't have like a party fighting yeah. game from them. For classic things, like I know there are those, the... Rival schools and uh, 
in uh, Darkstalkers, there's, you know, people clamoring for that. Yeah. But I think uh, bringing back, like, maybe something like CVS. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The Pharmacy? Capcom, Capcom versus, versus S- SNK. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can do Capcom versus Street Fighter. They did. They've been X Men versus Street Fighter. Yeah, X Men versus Street Fighter. But, but yeah. like any versus game, yeah, I obviously want to see. I like. I'm so much more into the art style of the older games, though. I don't really like the newer look that much. For like three and Infinite, I did not like as much. I really liked oh, for Marvel for Sorry, Marvel yeah. games. I like yeah. dude, really like those games way more looking like they did before. Same. That probably won't ever happen again, sadly. But I would be happy to see anything. Versus series come back from Capcom. Two is timeless. Yeah, yeah, I, I do absolutely. Think, well, with like with Marvel proper, I think they're kind of like limited. Like yeah, they have absolutely. like more. I'm not but saying they, they have to, but do... like maybe SNK would be more receptive to. Yeah. hey, we can come up with like a unique looking art style because I think uh, Arc System is yeah. works is doing like their their, their yeah, games they great. visuals are freaking fantastic. Like uh, even the what is it a. Uh, is it Grand Blue Fantasy Rising? Yeah, the sequel coming out. Yeah, like that. Like this looks, looks amazing. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Guilty I would be Gear happy with amazing. any. I would be happy, Domino, if they just did a Capcom fighting game that was just like versus, yeah. but just Capcom characters. They could that just, was it. Yeah, they can totally just do their own they fighting have enough game. People to do that. They do absolutely. I think that'd be awesome. Still, oh, they can change it, dude. They can make CVS uh, Capcom versus Sega. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> Blondie. <laughs> That'd be something. Oh, man. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Frame Trap. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We greatly appreciate it. Once again, please check us out on patreon.com slash easyallies. If you'd like to support us, we would greatly appreciate it. Do you dudes have any final thoughts before we go? Anything. A lot of good games. A lot Keep of good up. games. Yeah. Keep it up out there. Keep that backlog churning. <laughs> churning? Keep it churning. Keep it churning, dude. <laughs> yeah, just one at a time, dude. Cross them off. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crowded. Don't sleep on separate ways, please. Yeah. It's so quick. good. It's such it's a really great, quick, such a good dude. Comp- Two Such a good compliment yeah, to the main really, game. It's really quick. Yeah. If you played four, you're like obligated to this play that. This like yeah. makes it a more like. If you're watching this video, you've you're probably obligated. played it. Yeah. You probably have played it already. <laughs> yeah. Watching us. Thankfully. Yeah. Play it again. We did our part. All right. We will see you all next time. Take care. Goodbye.